myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back to the True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Happy Friday. We made it. Huzzah. Uh, today is February the 4th, it appears. Year of our Lord, 2022. I'm glad you're with us. If you're enjoying it, even if you're not, give us a thumbs up in the chat. Uh, I know a lot of people watch this after the fact. I try to keep that in mind. So just go ahead and give us a thumbs up if you can. Subscribe so you can join us in the chat in the future. Uh, Spencer Hall will be joining us a little bit later on. You want to stay tuned for that. But for now, we got a packed house. Scoob is in the house. Jam is in the house. How you feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. Feeling good. Jam, uh, how we feeling? Just got done with a class about water law. Hmm. Um, so it's making me question uh, all of my life choices. It's about like legally drowning people. Like, what do you what do you get at there? <laughs> it's like property rights of use of water and who can like, if you have water on your land, can you push it off onto someone else's land? Ooh. Who knows? I can tell well, you all about yeah, it. I would say, well, can you? Yeah, are we allowed to? I got a lot I of water. I got want, to, and I I got to get off it, man. It depends if it's a, a reasonable use of your uh, water, and as long as you're not creating some unnecessary harm for your neighbors, yeah, go for it. I can't speak for Sex J, but I'm deaf. Like, the only reason I want to offload the water is to create harm for my neighbors. Oh, yeah. Oh. We, we are at, so we're, we're at war yeah. with our neighbors, so, yeah. Is this, don't say I, that. You can do that, but just don't say that. Well, you should be fine. Okay. And I won't say it, but I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. It's going to cause irreparable harm to their property, their their psyche, even, but... I won't get press charged. Jam's here with us. We've got the lawyer here. Listen, we've got it on tape, so... <laughs> he knows water law. He told us he's an expert. Yeah, he just... <laughs> Man just finished a class teaching um, water law. I feel like there's a lot to uh, to get to, man. Like, basically, anything we were talking about yesterday, I guess uh, some coaching hires. I, I saw some mm -hmm. people coming at your throat, Sex Jay. People uh, were... I mean, they were really mad at me. I mean, Jesus, what is? I don't know what it is. What's it's the... it's got to be my face or something. It's very punchable. I know, I know. Is that what it is? I think yeah, that's but they what don't, it is. They don't know you're a black belt, though. They don't know. That's true. They don't know I'm I'm valet tudo uh, expert. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take See? them out. So what 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 were they coming at you about? I saw you. It was it was. The people were up in arms, um, I think it's safe to say. Yeah, they were up in arms because, well, Joe Brady, Joe Brady was hired by... Um, Buffalo. Buffalo. Joe Brady is the yeah, the new quarterbacks yep. coach for the Buffalo Bills. Yep, Joe Brady is the new quarterbacks coach. So I just tweeted, like, yeah, I'm getting future <laughs> NFL head coach vibes from this resume, where it's basically just him failing upwards to better teams. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I'm, exactly what it. Yeah, his next his next job is almost guaranteed. Like two three years from now, he'll be a head coach somewhere. Like almost one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Because so, the thing with Joe Brady is, I mean, you see the resume. Also, he's like thirty. Like he's he's just not very old. Like this isn't like he just got into the game. He's really like thirty, but mm -hmm. he's young. He got like the the cool guy fade. Yep. And he's white, so he checks all the boxes. Yep. But went from the linebacker coach 
for Williams and Mary to a grad assistant. That feels back. I feel like you're supposed to go from grad assistant. Well, he to linebackers coach. He played at William Mary, so he had an in there. But even then, you don't go right to line. You know what I mean? You go right to linebackers coach. And yeah, that's he, it's weird because he was also a wide receiver. So yeah, uh, mm, even a linebacker. No, Red flag, no, no. Joe Brady is. Can we get a picture of Joe Brady? He's the least yes, linebacker. Yes. He, he, like Fez's older brother. Exactly how Joe Brady looks. Joe Brady. Hey I, yo, come on, Josh <laughs> Allen. You can't throw that. Oh my God! Yeah, this I, this isn't what I thought he looked like at all. Yeah, no. See, I'm telling you, he's he's young. He, like, imagine they're like, man, he just in an interview he wins it. It's because you think he's cool and he has a like a fade. Yeah, it's really he's like 31. Oh, he, he he showed up to his interview in a leather jacket, smashed on the lights like the Fonz, and he was hired on the spot. Yeah, he just <laughs> walked in, just completely elbowed uh, their jukebox, and they were like, "We have a jukebox? <laughs> Where did uh, that come from?" Yeah, no, it's a good question by Anthony. Was he ever quality control though? No, I don't think so. I didn't. Uh, we, we did not see that anywhere there, did we? Yeah, uh, yeah. Back to the resume, like Kevin says, he went from FCS level, William and Mary, to yeah. Here we go. How old is Joe Brady? Thirty what? Thirty two. Thirty. Yeah, young man. The young man. Young young man. So Penn State grad assistant for two years, Saints offensive assistant for two. So this guy went from a wide receiver at William and Mary in twenty twelve. To an assistant for the Saints. Yep. That's the jump that it feels crazy. Like a graduate yeah. assistant, you were just a grad student. You were being a TA. And yeah. all of a sudden you work for the Saints? Yeah. Defensive assistant. And then after that, that's his claim to fame. Mm-hmm. LSU 2019. Joe Burrow, where he, Chase. Yeah, where, where, where he somehow was able to score some points with an offense. Yeah, can you give me that? Uh, if you scroll to the bottom, it should just tell me like the whole everybody that won that team. Oh, or yeah. one on the team. Yeah. Yes, keep going. Uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like the chart or whatever. Um, Let me see. Scroll down, scroll down. Scroll. Uh, there we go. There we go. 2019 oh, show. show. Oh, there That's we go. It. Nice. There we go. So he had, he was able, one, look how many of those guys have Wikipedia pages. <laughs> All of them. Uh, Every single yeah. one. <laughs> so it's like a good sign. Oh, oh, so he's, Stingley Jr., the guy who's, oh, going, yes, who's top going top in this draft. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they were able to win with Clyde Edwards Hilaire, first round running back, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, Joe Burrow, Grant Delpit's in the league, Lloyd Cushenberry, I believe, is the offensive lineman in the league. Derek Stingley's going top five this year. Terrace Marshall's in the league. Terrace Marshall is currently a Panther. Sadiq Charles is currently in the league. So, like, that's the. Uh, he somehow got this ragtag <laughs> bunch. Was LSU like awful the year before? He literally won the award for best assistant coach in college football. Like, was this they a miracle? Good. Well, they weren't. If you look at Joe Burrow's numbers, the year he was in charge of Joe Burrow, the year he became Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's yeah. that's his claim to fame. So he like did, literally, yeah. Like credit where it was due, he did give them a modern playbook, and it turned out they were good. Like that's all for sure. he really for did. Because sure. if you like LSU. And I, we might bring this up with Spencer. LSU was kind of like Alabama. They was just like elite athletes defense, score enough points. Yeah, yeah. So to their credit, like Joe Burrow, uh, Joe Burrow came and had a very mid-year. Then Joe Brady got there, and he had statistically the best college seat, like of all time. Um, what was the key? Uh, downfield I'll, passing? Is it downfield passing guy? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, throwing the top five receivers helps too. Uh, and, and, people say, yeah, like they had nine wins, they were top 15, which is like that. That's one of those sounds good, but when you're talking like LSU, it's not really like Kentucky won 10 wins, you know what I mean? Like, not LSU winning nine wins and being top 15 is not. So they weren't bad, bad. At Burrow was mid, mid, but then they took off to the like the most prolific offense in college football history. And I mean, so, he wasn't even like the offensive coordinator. He's just passing game coordinator and wide receivers coach. Like, what what kind he, of responsibility yeah. is that? Like, Though I say that I don't know if it says there. He may while he was he may have been calling plays. Um, I think that I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I think he called. Maybe somebody in the chat knows. I think he called plays, which was kind of like the change. And yeah, like Demonte says in the chat, LSU was historically good, like historically great at everywhere but quarterback. And then they just got Joe Burrow from Ohio State, one year mid, one year elite. And then they kind of went back to stinking. Luke Smith says he didn't call plays and Sminger mm. did. So, I, mm. and, and, and that was the problem. Okay, in, I stand corrected. In Carolina was the problem was he became offensive coordinator for the first time and had no experience calling plays. Like, so now he's back at quarterback coach, which – um, he'll probably flourish. I mean, he's going to be coaching. He's got Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, he's got so. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Uh, if he can get those guys together, man, this guy's a miracle worker. Yeah, if he can get them to really flourish under his tenure, I mean, woof, he'll be yeah. head coach for ten teams at once. Yeah, uh, like Alex says, I don't, I don't think Joe Brady is a great coach, but I'm not holding this year against him. Matt Rule's a mess. I think that's true. Also, the quarterback situation for the Panthers this year was god-awful. Well, they, I think I've said before, I think it was legit 32nd out of all 32 teams. They traded for him, so... Hmm. Hey, listen, they, well, I'll say this. Joe Brady didn't trade for him. I mean, the offensive coordinator's got to have a say in that, right? He's got to. Rule came in from college. They gave him a seven-year deal to kind of be like, you know what I'm saying? But I think he was basically like their splash John Gruden. Higher, so I really don't know how much I feel like rule kind of was because again, Joe Brady got fired middle of the season. He was a scapegoat for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I think they were they were both probably trash. I'm sure, uh, but there's enough blame to go around here. Oh, there's plenty of blame, but we'll see. Maybe hey, maybe Josh Allen will stop forgetting how to play somehow, and we will have a new person to blame. Well, I'll say this: What if Josh Allen starts forgetting how to play again? Ooh, dude, that would be so. I mean, very ironic. Cause like, what if he? Yeah, what if he just goes back to stinking again? And Joe Brady is like, I swear it's not me, dude. Well, I don't know how this keeps happening, bro. But it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Greg is one of the ten people who, def- who followed Temple football. He would defend Matt Rule for a long time, but trading for Sam Darnold was a tough look. Strong agree. Was- Strong agree. A seven. Seven-year contract. Jam, would you give somebody who's never coached professional football a seven-year contract? That seems like a good idea. Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's guarantee all those years. He went from Definitely. Temple to Baylor to seven. That's Yeah, give me your pull up, Matt Rule. It was, a, it was a pretty – listen, Cliff Kingsbury was a failed college coach. And now he's, I don't know, Mr. Hot Stuff. Let's see. How long was he – Oh, Matt Rule's been yeah, coaching Temple. a while. Yeah, no, he he was at Temple for a minute. Temple, Temple. Okay, yeah, 13 to 16 is when he really brought him back to, like, he got him cooking. 
Baylor for got, a couple years. Temple to what? The, the one their bullshit conference? Like what is Temple football? <laughs> hey, listen, but you from what he uh yeah, go to Temple his record while he was there at Temple. Uh, you consider like what he started with? If you did, did win start at uh, two and ten. Seven yeah, that's what I'm saying. One. So, if you start two and ten and win ten games within four years, you're doing something right. Same for Baylor. Got oh, that wow. one Baylor and turnaround's impressive. Yeah, no, he like that was that's his MO, right? Get to a place and he'll turn it around. So from there, from Baylor, it's like, yeah, no, they could not win the Sugar Bowl, but he's definitely Carolina Panthers head coach worthy. And he brought yeah, in but Joe then he Brady. Went and hired that idiot Joe Brady. Well, yeah, he brought in, and it was shit. supposed to it was supposed to be, oh man, rules the genius. Brady's the guru, and Sam Donald's just waiting to be fixed. Dude, and they were saying he was after the first couple of games. It was like two <laughs> games, and they were like, "Oh my God, Joe Brady's going to coach the Patriots next year. Matt Rule's going to be president, and Sam Donald's going to be fifty million dollars a year." Um, Things change fast in the NFL and sports yeah. in general. So again, five and eleven last year. I don't think you nobody really too much fault him. They weren't that good, and McCaffrey was hurt. This year, again, the quarterback situation sucked, but I think, th- like, this year three, buddy, he, he, I mean, shit or get off the pot, man. He's not going to make the season. I mean, they just fired Brady halfway. You th- what do you think they'll do to Matt Rule? Oh. Well, I don't – he's – they've got one of those, like, the – I mean, I guess I was going to say they're all weird eccentric owners. I don't think there are any uneccentric owners. <laughs> True. Like, is there any just – Probably like the owner, like the Spurs or something. He's probably just like, yeah, no, I, I got in oil. Well, that's <laughs> just a billionaire, but he loves his family, and he's yeah, always no, in bed he, by nine, 9 p.m. He sleeps a lot, uh, <laughs> loves Jesus, will not pay taxes. He's a good guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sam Donald, the prodigal son. He had literally like three good weeks, and they were like, man, this this is why you take on a reclamation project. Yep, you can fix anybody. <laughs> Carson Wentz had two good weeks. So it's like, this is why you trade a first round pick to get your guy. And now they had any Buffalo fans in here. Like I feel if I was a Buffalo fan, I'd feel really good about it. Like he's probably, he's probably a little overqualified as a quarterback's coach. Honestly, he just, I feel like he needs more than like 10 games as offensive coordinator in the NFL. Maybe. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you need a whole season where your head coach isn't like, uh, up on stage looking lost after the game, you know. Isn't actively sabotaging you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was very uh, clear he was made to be a scapegoat, but. Right, so that's why I really can't, I don't know. It. it, it I feel like everybody kind of gets one, yeah. right? Like LSU, he was probably a little too high on the hog uh, just with that talent there. Goes to Carolina, it's like, okay, I can probably fix anything. No, you can't. But yeah, no. if you give him like a Josh, like he'll probably scheme up some really cool stuff for Josh Allen. True. Like true. I feel like like many good coaches, I feel like with good talent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Jacob said, yeah, division wide test. open. Yeah, what'd you say, Sector? I was just saying this is going to be his his true test if he can coach Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! If he can rein in an all pro. Uh, an old like bro that. who can run the ball and you're not allowed to hit him in the yeah, and time you can just drop back to pass and just run for seven yards. I don't see why teams just don't run. Like the Bills could get that every single time. You just go five yeah. wide receiver, drop back to pass, and just run a bootleg. You got seven yards per carry at it's, least. It's, it's Madden offense, and it would 100% work. Like I remember like in the old Madden, people would create like the uh, Vic type, like just the quarterback with the 99 speed. I would go the other way. Create Dante Culpepper. Create like a huge guy. 
create like a guy that was like 270 pounds, like 85 speed though. But you think like a linebacker or a cornerback, give me a break. He's going hot knife through butter. Yeah, but then you try to truck stick, but you're before the line of scrimmage and you just end up doing wacky stuff and like yeah, pitching you just, the ball back to no one. You just got to do that a couple times until they hit you, you fumble, um, and you lose it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, lose, yeah, just keep throwing it hard, Josh. You're doing great. But I'll say this. Steve Nash was Kevin Durant's personal coach, whatever that means in Golden State, and that got him a head coaching job. Personal so, coach. That's I mean, I think his MVPs also kind of probably helped out in his I don't know. He wasn't just a guy who was the offensive coordinator for, you know, Kentucky one year. All right. Um, oh, wow. Here's the thing. He didn't just get a job, though. He, got he went from being the guy's personal coach to the head coach. Got to think. It's got to mean uh, something. It's all about whose hands you've shaken. That's all. That's all that matters. All that matters. Yeah, give me that. Uh, the uh, the the list with all the coaching hires. Because this, I see no one has learned anything. Um, Doug Peterson, dude. And he's bringing in um Press Taylor, Zach Taylor's uh brother, younger brother. Oh, are you kidding me? Is what coordinator? Yep. Uh, most are like, you shitting me? Do, do, do you want to see this? We also have an, an, another future head coach right here. Look at this one. Press How young is he? What's he? Th- th- oh, 34. Oh. oh, baby. Dude, if if, if uh, older brother wins the Super Bowl this year, that's a shoe-in for a future job right there. Tulsa to the Eagles. Eagles, Eagles. Co- senior offensive assistant. He follows Frank Reich around. Man, oh man! Wait, so where? So Frank Reich is still in Indianapolis. Yep. But Doug, Doug Peterson was what? Coordinate? What was Doug Peterson last? Did he, he go straight from Eagles? No, he yeah, he got fired by the Eagles, took a year mm-hmm. off, and now he's the Jaguars coach. Okay, that's why I was like, did he go somewhere in that year? But he just just took a year off. Yep. Uh, year off from sports. It's tough to trust a guy where the visor is his go-to look. Like, I know Georgia won a national championship, but Kirby Smart looks like an idiot. And I just can't respect the man who professionally wears a visor. The thing about the visor is when you make it your look, I think, like, he looks fine with it. He looks like a like a little kid forced to dress up without <laughs> it. Like, that's how he looks without it. Like, I have to give this speech. Mom said. Um, well, because, yeah, once you establish yourself as a visor guy, then you got the no visor looks awful, and so I gotta say, man, I might be a visor in a corner. I might wear a visor next week, man. I might be a visor <laughs> guy myself. Mind me, I'm, I might break the visor out Monday. Uh, don't do yeah, it. Look, don't do also, it. Also, the throw in the visor is a great look. Like the guys, don't it? Wait, what it's is? It's much better to throw than like a hat. This is Georgia coach Kirby Smart allegedly has gross trait while eating. What? Oh God! What is that? College Les Miles used to eat grass at every stadium, and he won a championship. So this could literally be anything. Um, it's Kirby Smart sweats when he eats. It's not just the meat sweats. Um, he's just, every time he eats, he's just profusely just dripping in sweat. It's like any time he uses his digestive system, no, that's relatable. Just it's probably, it up. <laughs> some good food, Nathan's man. I don't. I think we should hear him out. That's what it says. It says anytime. My friend also said it's not just a little bit of sweat either, but armpit and back sweat that is visible to others. I hope this isn't true, they said. (laughs) It it can't be true. Imagine him going to a recruit's house and just like 
the recruit's mom's like, oh, have some food. And then the man's just like trying to sell him on the Georgia program. He just starts sweating profusely. Like, we'll take good oh, care of your son, man. Uh, he's just sweating. They're like, is, is he okay? He's is eating, our guy okay? Uh, he's eating like a, a granola uh, bar. It's just not sitting well with me. <laughs> <laughs> you got this peanut butter's a little, whew. You got anything tamer than this? Uh, yeah, Steve's very good call T. Yeah, I, I, I might be visor over a hat. Like for a coach, the visors are good. I'm telling you, the visor, that gummit, it's a good look, man. <laughs> for a coach, I would say, I would agree. I would agree for a coach. I would say. Anyway, Doug Peterson gets to, he gets fired from the Eagles, takes a year off. So again, it's not even like, like, hey, man, like at least he was know, offensive coordinator for the Bengals or something. Like he was doing something. And again, just walks into one, Trevor Lawrence, his quarterback is set, and two, a situation where, like the bare minimum is an upgrade yeah and they are also they're hiring someone to be above trent balky they're hiring spielman from the vikings oh okay i was gonna say because i know it like it seemed like this was byron left which is gig yeah yeah until, until he, he said, won hell no tell me yeah. do you guys know anything about this trent balky character because i hadn't heard of him until byron left which said uh, i am not working with that guy Oh boy. Um, yeah, I, give me Valky's uh Wikipedia. He oh, is I know I think I read today in the last I think four years he's been over a team. He's had four he's like had four different coaches. Like he is he he got he made his hey, let's see, yeah, San Francisco. Twenty eleven to sixteen, that's when like Jim Harbaugh, Kaepernick, like San Francisco was like great, consistently great. So that's when Valky made his bones. I think they. Oh, and then he ran Harbaugh out of town, ran Thomas Sula out of town, and then hired uh, Chip Kelly. Oh yes, that's a that's a strong stretch there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> led him to a two and fourteen reel. <laughs> I don't even. I'm completely blocked. Like, I don't click on Chip Kelly. I've, I mean, I remember the Eagles years. Chip's, Chip Kelly's a visor guy. Chip Kelly's a visor guy. Oh, Chip Kelly's a big, big visor. Look, guy. look at Chip's record at UCLA, eighteen and twenty-five, still getting paid. Let's go, Chip. Chip Let's making it work. Go. You guys forget that Chip invented the downward pass. Remember, like all the stories about his Oregon offense was like, man, they they run a like lot of plays. They they, yeah, they go fast. I I'm just completely. He developed up drinks for each individual player based on their uh, their needs. I think I've completely erased the Chip Kelly of San Francisco 49ers head coach from my memory. Yeah, I don't remember that whatsoever. Oh my god. He got one yeah, so Balky, I don't know, and then like John Lynch is running things now. I don't know if it was a thing like John Lynch was the assistant then and apparently maybe he was just drafting all the good guys and Balky sucked all along. Uh go back to Balky. Yeah, here we go. Um so just a consultant for the NFL. Yeah, just got a cushy job where it's like, no team's going to hire you, but we like you. So you're yeah. just going to be a operations consultant. Does, for three years. Three yeah. years out of the game, and the Jaguars say, man, we, Trent, man, we need you to work your magic again. I mean, that's and, crazy. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it was, it was a huge power struggle between he and Harbaugh. I'll say that with the power struggles, how do the how do bad GMs keep winning? Well, because that's what they're the ones in charge of. Oh wait, keep winning? You mean? Yeah, that's what. Like in terms, of, like uh, Flores, Chris Greer. Oh, okay. Balky, Hart, like, and all of these. It's like the ownership ultimately has to choose. 
It well, feels like they just always choose the GM who is well, just generally not like I don't know. I feel like the really good GMs don't have these kind of like arguments with their coaches. Yeah. So. And, and I think the GM normally gets hired before the coach, right? So that's I yeah, think the that's GM gets to pick from. the coaches. Yeah. Generally. It's much yeah. easier to sell like, hey, I got the right players. It was this guy who fucked everything up, but yeah, I I, correctly. Man, oh man, but it just feels like like who's I don't even know who the best GM in the like let's just say if they went up for set and I'll ask the chat, like would you rather have Sean McVay, the Rams coach, or I think it's Les Sneed, I think is the Rams GM, right? One of them is coaching a Super Bowl team. The other built to like if you oh. so if you could just add like which one is more valuable, I guess to say. And it could be any GM. Like, I don't know who's gonna win executive of the year. Um Bills, like the Bills have a lot of talent. Like they've been really well built. The Bengals, clearly, because they just don't have an offensive line and are in the Super Bowl. So so it's like, would you rather have, yeah, McVeigh, the guy who will scheme with whatever you give him, or do you trust like a Les Sneed who has said, like, forget draft picks and all that. But again, they're in their second Super Bowl in I think four years, maybe three years. Yeah, I feel like like people McVeigh, McVeigh. I feel like the choice would be McVeigh. Yeah, you got to have the person that handles the player interaction. Yeah, on field, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. So, okay, Nick says GM. But but firing your GM is the biggest admission of failure. It's yeah. like our players stink. Like we have gotten the wrong group of players, and so it's much easier to be like, no, no, we're on the right path. All we need to do is change the coach. I feel like it's just like yeah. If you fire the guy in charge, you admit that you have your like entire organization is flawed. But if you just fire the coach, it was all his fault. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't know. Again, if it was like, hey, I'm Chris Greer. If you look, I've clearly built a great team. <laughs> like again, like if a hundred or if every other team had the choice between Chris Greer and Brian Flores, how many would take Greer? How many would take Brian Flores? I feel like it'd be a sweep. Yeah, I'm the not Dolphins would take Chris Greer, Greer and every single other team. Well, before a couple of days ago. Every single team would have took uh, Brian Flores. Yeah, I guess it's just it's hard to evaluate the 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 value of a GM because as a fan, you don't really know what the GM is doing, really. Well, I think it. I'm behind the scene, like for sure. I mean, coaches too, right? We really mm-hmm. only see half, probably not even half of it. But if it's, at, it's like a certain point where it's like, hey, I like I think the Packers have a good GM. Like I think Guggenkunz has generally done a good job. But how many years is this straight where the Packers don't have like a number two receipt? Like a yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. Demonte said he says Lesney will make moves for great players, but will also leave me with one seventh round pick for three years. McVay has a great scheme, but he also sometimes coaches like he's been smoking crack. That's what I'm saying. Like McVay has his flaws too. Like he's not. I don't think he's a great game manager. I don't think that's a hot take. Like he, <laughs> he could not stop giving away his challenges. True. Um, in that last game, oh, Snead paid a running back capitan. Said, "Oh, give me McVeigh." <laughs> it's that give easy. Me McVay. It's that simple. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was told you, you hear everybody's a, a like when a team gets to the Super Bowl. It's like, man, what a great GM and a great coach. And if they lose, it's like you find out that neither of them were really there. <laughs> It was like Dan Quinn was the head coach of the Falcons. They're like, man, rising star, Kyle Shanahan, Thomas Dimitrov was the GM. And they lost their Super Bowl. And it turned out they were just like a 10-win team, not necessarily a Super Bowl team. Now neither of them work there anymore. So, and I also, I, like, DeMonte's right, but I also don't, he trades the picks, but for, like, Von Miller, like, p- people that help out. Like, 
Yeah, like he brings in value, like Odell and stuff. So yeah, so if you're like nobody's gonna hit every pick, I appreciate him saying, "I'm not even gonna try. I'm just not even gonna try." Uh, you cannot make, lose if you do not play. That's facts. Uh, that's some Marla Daniels from the Wire stuff. <laughs> well, listen, you missed Wire talk, buddy. We wait. What? We, <laughs> you yeah. guys don't realize I'm like one of those obnoxious Wire stands. Like I, I did college classes on. I, I can talk Wire for days. I'm one of those obnoxious people. You like season two, don't you? No, but I respect it. Ah. Anyway, anyways. Uh, we got an Albert anyway. Albert Breer tweet here. Um, uh oh. It says Jaguars and Doug Peterson were connected at the start, uh, and Jacksonville was seen as a likely landing spot then. Uh, Peterson's interest cooled a bit with the Jags sticking with Trent Baalke. Will be interesting to see if Peterson gets someone like Rick Spielman to come with him. So that is from yesterday. See, but when like that the guy who took the job was like, man, I'll take it, but just <laughs> let me put it Yeah, back I guess. <laughs> See, this also leads me to believe that again, the whole like, was this Byron Leftwich stuff? Was it just Rooney? Like, was it just semantics all the time? Like, if Peterson's been linked to them from the beginning, yeah, with, with what we've seen, right? We have no reason to believe that. I mean, maybe Byron, maybe he did get a legit shake. Maybe yeah. the sticking point was he wanted his own guy. But I got to like, if you told Byron Leftwich, "Hey, you're the guy," but we'll we'll still bring in Spielman, right? Like, does it, is that compromise? We won't bring in your guy, but there will be somebody other than Balky. Yeah. Would this work? And instead, they go Peterson. They were not willing to do that. They were like, Balky is our guy. And, I, and that's the thing. They choose the G. They choose the terrible GM. They bring in, you say, Spillman. I feel like, like the Vikings are solid, but he he keep paying Kirk Cousins, don't he? Like that's true. Like the uh, I think it's a good sign for Jaguars fans that they didn't hire Byron Leftwich because it means they're not tanking. If they were looking to tank, they would have brought in the black head coach. Well, I don't, but the thing is, if Leftwich, I mean, by all accounts, if he's really that guy and he can really just cook something up for Trevor Lawrence, you might not be like that division still stinks. You would like, you could, you could tank and win seven games and win the division. <laughs> Terrible yeah. division. So, and it's also interesting that they uh, seemingly the sticking point was that Leftwich didn't want the bulky. So they, but they'll bring in a guy for Peterson, but not for Leftwich. Very, very weird. You see what I'm saying? So, and and we didn't hear about Doug Peterson until like the two days before he's hired. All we heard about was yeah. Leftwich. I was gonna say I, this was the first because I was like Doug Peterson. Yeah, that's why I was like, where was he at? Whose staff was he on last year? So I not to say it hadn't been. I hadn't heard it. Um, left. Yeah, I've I've heard. Um, somebody said in the chat. It said maybe he's staying in case Arians retires. I, don't, I feel like it could go either way. Like, if Arians leaves, does he want to pass it off to them? Or does Arians leave and it's like, hey, I don't know what it's going to be like in the future, man. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Each person for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, Tennessee does not stink. They don't? I don't know. Do they still have Ryan Tannehill? Let's say it's... The, ten, the, the number one seed that uh, <laughs> sacked somebody nine times and lost don't stink? Tennessee, they don't... They're... They're, if they're your division champ, feel pretty good. I mean, they were the AFC champ. I got to feel great. I'd be dying to be drafted. No, the AFC has all the quarterbacks. Um, True. Indianapolis is fine. Houston is a mess and going to be a mess for this year. And then you got Jacksonville. Like, it's just not a difficult division. Yeah, the Titans have six, 
five or six wins, depending on what they do to uh, the Colts every year. Yeah. Built in. That's like old Patriots stuff. Patriots yeah. won 12 games every year because they got to play the Jets and the Bills so often. Mm-hmm. Also, a good point by Booby. Yeah. <laughs> Left, which I don't know if he could go on all the interviews because he was uh, working. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, Doug's you know, unemployed. <laughs> he can show up whenever. <laughs> yeah, Doug, like, I can be there at 10. I can be there at 9. I, I can go, like, if y'all can talk right now, we can go right now. <laughs> um, so we're counting out future MVP Davis Mills. I know Sex J like those, likes those odds. Oh, yeah. No, Davis Mills. I mean, Texans might be the best team in the division next year. Year two of Mills. MVP Mills. Get him some weapons. Yeah, get him some weapons. Let's see. Let's see if that boy can cook. <laughs> Let's see. Austin says, "Uh, Jags gonna be the new Bengals." I do think it's interesting because I don't know. Like Joe Burrow's been healthy for two of the last three years, mm-hmm. and it's been national championship, and he's going to the Super Bowl. Like Mahomes sat for a year and then just took over. Lamar similar like I I feel like it's easier to hit the ground running than ever but you have to nail that the quarterback and and the coach too I would say because they nailed the quarterback did not nail the coach and we see how that looked last year so (laughs) yeah and this is going to be Zach Taylor's brother you said that's who he's bringing with him um that's who that seems like the most connected guy right now but he's still employed so that might be difficult you know I mean, but listen, if they're if he's got the job, he's got yeah, the job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, can't write off long after one bad. Oh, listen, he was horrible. I, I feel like I don't think anyone is saying he's not horrible. But again, this was still I won't say a blue chip job. Yeah, go back to the uh, because I, mean, I feel like the, the the jobs are really flying off the. They're starting to go away quick. Yeah, they're going they're going quick. So Jaguars has been filled. The oh, I forgot the Raiders. Yeah, Josh oh, McDaniels. Man. Is how's Pat's nation up there, Jam? Are they are they okay? Oh yeah, that guy, they don't like that guy. They don't like him at all. Um, and he's I don't he's a head coach really get, he's been pretty good, but everyone on this like oh his play calling's awful every single week. They hate Josh McDaniels. Yeah, it was a th- I feel like it's like every single week I heard every Patriots fan like the last year with Brady and even early this year. It's like this team has no weapons. Max not ready or Tom's washed. It's like, and they're still cooking, and McDaniels just gets none of that credit. Uh, okay, but then um, it, when things are going south, McDaniels is the one they blame. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, also, again, we talked about it. Derek Carr was like, "I want Rich Bisaccia." Mm-hmm. The Raiders said, "We're getting Josh McDaniels." So, like, is Josh McDaniels? Is he hot? Like, I need to coach some Derek Carr. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're looking for a quarterback. I feel like he's on the move. I no, I don't think so. I think McDaniel's probably thinks he can turn Carr into something great. You know, I mean, he's coached like he drafted Tebow, man. I he drafted Tebow because he thought he could make him good. He but, was not right. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, look at who he's coached before. He's coached guys like Matt Castle, um, Tom Brady, like so. So I mean, but it still fits the prototype of like a Derek Carr. He's like them. <laughs> he's like a worse Tom Brady. He's definitely like a worse Tom. Brady. <laughs> I think, most quarterbacks. I think, I think every quarterback in history is a worse Tom Brady. Well, I mean, I mean, but if you look, if you look at okay, okay, you, you guys are gonna have to work with me for a second here. Uh oh. 
You guys are gonna lay, have lay it, lay it, yeah, I'll, I'll never, no, I'll never work with you. Uh, no, lay it out for me. Okay, so like, okay. I need to find the collage. Where is the collage of Tom? Here it is. This is it right here. This, um, this right here. Hold on. Oh, this, this is scary. So this right here. This is not safe for work. Uh, and if anybody got any children around. This right here, it's Tom Brady over the years. Now, if oh you, yeah, this is this is wild. So if you look at these, you look. That's jam. Like you about <laughs> your age is like jam. So you look at this man, and now I want you to look at this. Look at look at Derek Carr. You could you could fit that right in and not miss oh, a beat. So, oh, so, so all saying, white guys with the short haircuts look the same to you, sex he, Jay? Come on. He's got the same dude. He it, it, spit an image, man. Spit okay. an image. Wait, uh, so are you saying he looks like new Brady or old Brady? He looks like old Brady. He looks like Brady okay, so, before so we, the facial surgery. So do we think, Brady. We, yeah, we think Derek Carr just over go who would be the funniest quarterback to just over the next ten years just completely change their like if, appearance yeah like if trevor, trevor lawrence because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's already good looking so he's the exact yeah. kind of guy to enhance himself more he slowly he gets, cuts yeah. his hair and ends up with a johnny unitas haircut flat top oh man business but yeah. yeah no we just see Derek carr slowly the hairline comes down gets a little fuller the cheeks full up the chin butt chin oh my god brady was so ugly he was he was he was really hit, man. Like right here. Look at that one right there. That is when he dude, right that there. there. That's I man, I don't now that you say it, man. Like look at that. I really don't know which one is Carl and which one is Brady. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Tom Brady didn't retire. He just moved to Las Vegas. Okay, look. The eyes right there, he's not there. He's not Tom Brady anymore. He's already gone. Yeah, like, dude. I, okay, look. Okay, look, look. He's a human he's I'll tell you when he stopped being a human being. I'm just regular guy, Tom Brady. It's me. I'm getting more stern. There, stop right there. That's when he stopped being a human being. Yeah, that's when his eyes got vacant. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's that's the thousand yard stare of like I've won a lot, but I've also been hit a lot. That, I'm that's willing to, yeah. That's after the eighteen and one tomato. season. Yeah, that's when he was the like, I'm fine. Yeah. I did everything right, and I lost the perfect season. I'm going to have to become a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, this is the moment right I will there. no longer eat nightshades. No more <laughs> fruit in my life. It's strictly avocado ice cream from here on out. Yeah, I'm, I eat the skin off a tomato, and that's it. Okay, play it again, because I've that that was during like the the ten year gap. That's disgusting, <laughs> that, man. When his eyes when his eyes changed, that's when he made the deal with the devil, so he could play mm -hmm. those extra years. Mm hmm. It's coming soon here. This is during the Super Bowl gap. Super Bowl gap. Super Bowl gap. There it is. Oh man, dude. He said, I'm willing to give it all up. Oh my god. I'm willing to this is this is kind of creepy, man. I don't look even at, like looking at this. Look at that one. That's he dude, that one's well, the, that's a, he's got a, what's he wearing? Is it like I feel like he's wearing a bunch of jerseys? Oh, is that just a Tampa Bay jersey? Why, why does it look like a cardigan sweater? It's stuck it's like caught in the middle of the two jerseys. Uh -huh. Yeah, like a like Stanford Cardinal baseball jersey or something. Uh this looks like this looks like a mugshot right here. This one looks like he was arrested yeah. for have you seen th this man is <laughs> between six two and six six. We saw him uh holding up a, a chain of quick trip gas stations. And then there Rude he is. disorderly behavior in the public square. Yeah, that's see, that's like uncanny valley. That's where he's like, he's definitely not a human being. He's just been like, you know, Tom, this is what you say to your young teammates. I mean, What's up, guys? <laughs> it's like they just give him the uh look, that's not a human or excuse me, that is that's when he was still a human being. Yeah, look that's at, not a human being. Look at the comparison. Human here. being 
Not a human being. Not a human being. Human oh being. God. That is <laughs> Dude, the hair. Look, look at the, look at that terrible haircut, man. Who's cutting his hair? This is what the, kind of barbers y'all got the, up there. The, the Michigan barber has uh, a lot to explain <laughs> to do that. He let him do that for four years. Let him enter the NFL looking like that. This is the Good the Lord. perfect himbo quarterback right here. <laughs> and then he he goes and he does. Oh my God, he's scary, dude. It is scary. That's, I'm telling. That's when he. Like the, the 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 perfect jawline, the chin, yeah, the perfect stubble. Like never had the stubble before. After you win, you get that demon off you. Yeah, you can have a little stubble on a on opening day as a treat. Who did start cutting his hair, man? Like he the haircut. Giselle, whoever Giselle brought. I was gonna say the, I think the hair the barber is more uh, important than the plastic surgeon. Wait, he's got hair plugs. You could. Oh yeah. His oh, hair yeah. Hair oh, hair oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Listen, he's getting getting a, yeah, look, it's a uh, yeah. Let it run from the beginning. You'll see where it starts to thin out and then jumps back. Yeah, here we go. Oh my god! Oh Jesus. my god! Yeah, yeah. look, he looks like rocking. Shrek. Look, right, that's the worst yep, right there. Yep. Then, then it jumps right back in. Yep. Here we go. Now it's sturdier, start fuller, 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 <laughs> fuller. You see, this looks like a police sketch thing where it's like, how how long was teaching his a thinner chin? Uh, yeah, would uh, would you say the eyes were a little bit more disheveled? Uh, it's like can, can it, you make his eyes more vacant? <laughs> it's like mul- he committed multiple crimes over the years, so that this is what we have of him. Yeah, it's like we oh, had a mugshot this- every year. <laughs> <laughs> this man has tried to pass counterfeit checks uh, at Sam's Club. Dude, like that is not a human being. No. Me, I mean, it is. It's an ugly one, but it's, it's, you know what I mean. Uh, I mean, Jesus. He's handsome now, but he's not a human being. I mean, which is quite the trade-off, right? I mean, yeah. That's Julian Edelman. Yeah, no, no, he literally has... That, that's not Tom, that's not even Tom Brady. It's the same exact haircut as Julian. They had the same barber this season, for sure. That's not Tom Brady. I don't believe it. I don't think that's... I just don't think that's him. I don't buy it. I refuse to buy it. I don't think... I just I don't think it's him. Here's, um, a, here's a question I have for you guys. It's something I've debated with Patriots fans for a long time. Is Tom Brady cool? No. Hell no! What? I'm glad you agree because Patriots fans are like oh, he's the best player, football player ever. He's won all these Super Bowls. Like he is an excellent Both football player. Both those things he are true. Is not cool. Tom Brady is there's nothing, cool. there's nothing cool about Tom Brady, when and that's he was fine. A rookie, he used to be able to chug beers real fast, but like that's the only uh, like well, I would rookie never want to hang man, out. Give with me Tom a break. Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody? Yeah, I know it got to be some New England fans in here. Somebody in here thinks. Tom Brady's cool, and I want you to show yourself. There's no one, no one. Like that's another we talked. Um, this is a good one we had in the the uh, Twitch chat one time. Derek Jeter is Derek Jeter cool? I said yes, but the chat told me no. What has Derek Jeter ever done that was cool though? Uh, I really with a lot of attractive women. That's pretty good. And sent them off with a care package. I don't know if that's cool or just kind of a. sociopathic but i think that's his uh, biggest argument i mean i'll say this with all the i mean stories or whatever and i get i don't know i think grum's in here he'll set me straight i don't think we heard anything about jeter being like on any creep shit or anything like that like it seemed like it was all love on both sides so that's pretty cool um manor thinks tom is cool grum thinks tom is cool <laughs> not <laughs> got him <laughs> got his ass um i don't think tom i just if you think he's cool, like man, I think it's literally just manner. Um, what's cool about Tom Brady? And I say this as someone who is, all, is also uncool. This is not me sitting cool and looking low. I just know 
someone else uncool when I see them. Has Tom Brady was uncool, uncool, you know, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like Jeter's cool. Um, seeing some Jeter isn't cool. Nothing about Tom is cool. Seeing some Jeter is cool. Jeter not cool. Let's see. Grom will report back to let us know if Jeter will be going to hell. Thank you. Um, They're saying Jeter's the most overrated athlete in any sport, Ryan K said. That's got Ooh. nothing to do with whether or not he's cool. I was going to say, look, I, I think that's it a tip in the cool hat. That he is I was going to say, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> they think I'm so much I better than I am. to be overrated. Yeah, they think I'm so much better than I am. Uh, I think it's cool, man. Jeter, see, I'm saying, okay, Jeter's more mixed. Tom has cool moments. Winning Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not about Tom, on the field. It's not about that. Yeah, at all. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Whether or not you want to hang out with this person. If I had to think of like corniest athletes, Tom Brady would definitely be up there for me. Like he talks about like wellness culture and like he kisses his son on the lips. Like keep that away from me. That's weirdo shit. Big Trumper. Yeah, yeah. Big uh, Trump boy. He's yeah, got the, so the mega hat. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm all again. Great player. Uh, all out on him being cool. Well, DC is overrated because he's cool. Tom is not cool because he gets the sun on the lips. It's valid. That's Julian Edelman. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, guys who are overrated who are usually cool. But yeah, like somebody put like LeBron. LeBron's not cool. LeBron, he's a father of three. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's you want to be great or you want to be cool, right? I, I search- you who's, who's the best combination of both? Who's like the best athlete who is also just cool as hell? Ali. Yeah, I think it's I, I think I don't know if there's a. I'll open it to the chat, but I don't know who a, a, a better intersection of cool and also. I, Jordan's pretty. Cool. I think that's very. I feel like a lot of the chat would say Jordan's not cool. I feel like younger people would say he's not cool. Michael Jordan was that guy for black guy. There's no other way around it. He was the coolest. Uh, now, I mean, that, he, he's, yeah, his his whole Republicans buy sneakers too is not the coolest move. Uh, it, I, listen, he said it in jest, just like just yesterday. I was trying to make a Squid Game for kids in jest. <laughs> Should that, I like that idea. I did like that. Idea. You see what I'm I saying? It was, it was made in in jest. Look, oh man, that's yeah. Okay, see, not I need young like the one of him sitting on sitting on the back of the vet. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, he was very cool. Nine- yeah, give me that. Al- yeah, give me that outfit. Uh, this one. Oh, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> that's uh, Jordan's got one like that. Um, yeah, I think he wore it because Jordan wore it. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, here it is. There's Jordan's. Oh, do we? Ha- if you scroll down, does it show the whole, like the entire picture of that is sick? Because I think it's him under a picture of himself. That is pretty badass. Although, not- have you seen hit the the size of his pants? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Listen, it's substantial have never been cool. Look at look at look at all that fabric, man. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> look at all that fabric, man. Oh man. He's like you about to go uh <laughs> uh make some bathtub moonshine. Uh Dion, people are saying Dion. Dion was a great intersection of greatness and cool. Joey Burrow's very cool. Griffey. Actually, the um, Griffey's super cool. Griffey's the coolest. This is my this is my uh Contribution. <laughs> Jazz Chisholm Jr. Jazz Chisholm is cool. He is so cool. Very okay, cool. see, I'll say this. 
if this was like the argument for Jeter, it's like, okay, you can't look at Jazz Chisholm and then Jeter and be like, both these guys are the same thing. Right. Jazz Chisholm. Right. Yeah. J- so that's the if if this if Jazz Chisholm is the base, which I'm fine with, Jeter uncool. Jazz Chisholm very cool. Absolutely. I mean, Jazz showed up to the to the Braves game in a Braves jersey, and Marlins fans were like, "Is he leaving our team?" He <laughs> <laughs> just also nicknamed Jazz like. That's not, he wasn't named Jazz, obviously, but if someone just like, no, I'm I don't know, man. Sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure his could, name I, is Jazz. Sort of, I think, think Bahamas. His, his name's Josrado. Oh, Josrado. Okay, that's even better. Josrado, Prince Hermes, Arrington, Chisholm Jr. That's just wow. a name. Damn. Wow. That fire is, name alert. That is the fire name. That is Jazz, the fire Jazzrado, name. Jazrado, Prince, Aramis, Arrington, Chisholm Jr. Oh, man. <laughs> this is dad has the exact same name. There's another person on this planet with that. Um, okay, Iverson, of course, Dr. J, uh, more greatness and cool. I'm trying to think. Greatness and it's hard, man. Because I saw some people say Shaq. Shaq. Shaq was cool at the time, but now we see Shaq. I don't know. Shaq just, just hates everybody. <laughs> Shaq just hates everybody. That's not. Now he's just uh, <laughs> endorsing everything under the man. Like who is this here? This is dr- this is Jazz. This is Jazz. Oh, this is Jazz <laughs> the, getting. The, I was looking for the blue hair. <laughs> the drip okay, prince. This is this is a, like this is a couple years old. <laughs> and it's it's literally in his name. Um, oh man, he's so cool. Wilt. Oh, okay. I feel by the similar vein of uh, like if bitches made Jeter cool or uncool was Wilt cool? I mean, I feel like Wilt was, I feel like Wilt was cool. Wilt, Wilt seems pretty cool here. I mean, look at these pictures. Come on, dude! Like you're telling me this guy's not cool? That's but he's also kind of a dickhead, though. I feel like to be cool, you can't be an asshole. Ah! Are you gonna be the best dickhead? Because I think he was. I mean, look, look at that shirt. I mean, you're gonna tell this guy he's a dickhead. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Oh, doing I'm not it. gonna tell him that because he's gonna spit on me. He would break have your you neck. Have, and you heart. Heard, have you heard that story? Someone like came up to him in an elevator and he's like, "How's the weather up there?" And he just said, "It's raining." It's it's, yeah. On <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. Now that I say it out loud, you see what I'm saying? Badass. Come on, man. Come on, that is awesome, dude. <laughs> somebody came up to you. If you were able to do that, somebody came up to you just two feet shorter with you. Hey, how's the weather up there? <sighs> I had just remembered the spit part. I didn't remember the context. The context is very important. To yeah, the see, he didn't. You, you told the story like he just, hey, it's Butch Pooey. He just spit on the guy. Uh, what about Allen Iverson? Alan, do, do we Allen, think... Allen Iverson's the coolest. Yeah. I think Allen Iverson, he's got a good case for the coolest human being ever on earth. I'm not kidding. Uh, I saw a video on TikTok the other day. It was like from the Eastern Conference All Star locker room um, in 2008. Uh, and it was like AI showed up for the first time, not having. Um, oh, where you cut his hair? His cut his hair, and just like the entire locker room went wild, and it was just wild. He's just like KG was just like going crazy, and Le- like young LeBron was right there. I tried to save it, but TikTok wasn't. I, I don't know how to use the. TikTok, yeah, no, it's, 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 I feel like we could probably show that. So yeah, it's that's how you know he's cool. <laughs> this jacket's not cool. also Shaq is a literal sheriff, <laughs> so he's definitely not cool. But I'm telling you, at the time, Shaq was. Jack was cool, man. He's dressed um, like an extra for Tombstone. <laughs> how much fabric is on that coat? Good lord! <laughs> it's like a shower curtain with sleeves. <laughs> you can throw that over the car, man. <laughs> Look at uh, this one. Look at that. 
Okay, now that's a like the first one you could he could play and say he did that. That's a real suit coat. He was <laughs> dead serious there. Well, it's just very hard to get the appropriate fit when you were seven foot six and three hundred sixty yeah. pounds. You know? Yeah, like man, I, I can hem this man. I can take a. That's fine. <laughs> okay, here you go. He he got one that fits. Okay. that one fits. That one fits. Um... He's doing a uh, endorsement for the uh, railing he's leaning on. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. There we go. There we go. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, here we go. Okay. That's the one. Listen, around like the biggie time? Yeah. That was yeah, yeah, like yeah. That was... Uh, here we go. He's working at Best Buy in this one. Just casual. <laughs> I mean, um, if you're on a verse with Notorious B.I.G. And you don't saying. suck like you are, you're pretty He sad. held his own. That's the best song from an athlete in history. Um... I mean, I'm sure Dame, Dame Dollar would disagree, but he gonna he gonna jump in here and rat <laughs> battle rat me. Uh, can we look up uh, while we got Shaq? Can we just look up Shaq when he was bald but had sideburns? Y'all remember that? He, uh, just Shaq sideburns. Shaq used to be bald. Look, look at this. Look at this. Are you kidding me? Look at. Are you kidding I me? I did not know <laughs> that that was <laughs> the people in the chat. Look, look at the first one with him and Ewing. <laughs> That's, that's, uh, that's a pioneer right there. No one has done it since. <laughs> Look, those are America's sideburns. Oh, man, if, he, if he got him out and just did like a full mutton chops but was still completely bald, ah, that's a look. Look, <laughs> only bald head, no facial hair. Oh. <laughs> no oh, facial full head of hair. <laughs> look at this one. Look, look. Dude, why was he doing that? What? Just, just Velcro sideburns, just stuck to the side of his face. <laughs> That's I, messed up. That is so messed up. I'm t- I was like, I'm like people who didn't know that, and I will never, like, I'll never unsee it. I will never, if I ever get to talk to Shaq, I'm gonna ask him why he don't do sideburns. On. Let's see how let's see how Ray Allen was dressing. Oh, here's Ray Allen. Ray Allen was dressing. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, listen, Ray was in a movie where he had some bitches and was a great basketball player, <laughs> and his name was Jesus. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> now Ray Allen was cool, uh, well, especially well, young Ray Allen when he used to dunk on people. Like, oh yeah, a, a good time. I suggest anyone <laughs> after there maybe. During the break, okay. just look up Ray that's Allen not- like dunking comp- compilations. He was used to dunk on people. With Ooh, it was we, awesome. Wonder if we get some little Ray Allen high school tape. I feel like he was definitely taking off if there was tape uh, when Ray Allen was in high school. Um, somebody said, uh, "Yeah, Jacob, Doctor J, cool, right?" Let's that goes. Doctor J was the coolest, like the the bar of cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, man. Absolutely. Like the the coolest. Look at that. A pitch man. <laughs> yeah, very cool. The coolest. So, yeah, Dr. J is up there. Lou Will. Lou Will's a combination, like, very cool, but very good. We're talking about, like, all-star. But I'll say this. Braun does get, Braun gets some fits off, but that don't make him cool. No, no. He gets some fits off. Oh, wait, um, remember when the Warriors all dressed up? What was that? What was that like? A Warriors, um... <laughs> the Warriors did one. The Pacers did yeah. one. Uh, Mel- yeah, Mellow. I think Mellow's a cool guy. No, I can't. I don't. I don't remember what that was for. Why they took those? And it was like it was some magazine. I remember yeah. exactly, but I don't know what it, like GQ or some shit. Um, yeah. 
Braun Uncool. All right, all right. It's enough of the uh, the old man. <laughs> Clay Thompson's yeah, look, pretty cool in my book. Clay Thompson is very cool. Clay Thompson is very cool. Um, let's take that, man. We, I don't know. We're gonna talk some round ball. We might just talk some round ball. Talk some cool players. Who knows? Who knows? Let's take ten. We will meet you on the other side of the break. Quick ten. Welcome back. Hour two. Happy Friday. Again, thank you for joining us. If you're enjoying yourself, thumbs up. Give a subscribe so you can join us in the chat. Got Scoob with us. Got Jam with us. And with All-Star Break upon us, we have our All-Star. We have our full All-Star teams. We do. And we do. We have the full All-Star teams. Um, who, do we, who do we have here? Our, my boy, Fred Van Fleet, made it. I was Freddy very v. happy. My prediction. Hashtag J knows ball. Yep, I know ball. I know ball. Let the record show. I know ball. I was right That's again. Right. <laughs> um, Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. LD said he just got back from a job interview at a high school, and my man got the good news. Congrats to LD. Hey, everybody, everybody say congrats to LD. Congrats, um, LD. We like to hear that. Our player pool for the All Star. Who do we have? Uh, but wait, before we talk about this player pool, Kale Copper's right. I want to hear about this turtle. You got offered a turtle after the game. Oh, yesterday. man. Yes. I um, want to hear all about that. I need an okay. explanation. <laughs> so yesterday evening, I went to the Hawks Suns game. Uh, and what a game. I think Trey's mm-hmm. like 45. I don't know what he finished with. 40 something. So after the game, I'm leaving. And I hear a guy, he was like, turtles, turtles. And I'm like, tur- like I'm thinking like, is that, <laughs> is that slang? For- yeah, I'm like, is that, was it, was it, was it like, like heroin or something? Got that hard shell. Got that hard shell. Yeah, <laughs> got that snapper. Got that snapper. Uh, either way, I'm listening. And so I walk a little further and I see it's, it's a couple of gentlemen. And he's got like the full... Um, I'm like the, like the little cage you would get at the yeah. at the pet smart like, you know what I'm saying like the yeah, plastic yeah, yeah, cage yeah. or like the blue top with a turtle inside of it. So you're just selling turtles in like he's a just habitat. Selling, he's just sell, like just like turtles, turtles. And I was looking. I was like, I was making. They were moving. I was like, there wasn't no uh, with no with no guff. Checking for signs of life, seeing if they were sham turtles. I mean, they they've got to be sick or something, right? Like, listen, because I. I mean, people I, people were replying to you saying that they had bought turtles in such a way before. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that the illegal. That's got to be some like illegal Galapagos it, turtles. Like, you don't go through the proper channels to sell a turtle that way. Yeah, like it's got to like, be like, bad. Man, how did you get? How did you get this to downtown Atlanta? He's like ten bucks, baby, ten bucks. Uh, I'll say this: I did not buy any turtles, and I have. What's the opposite of buyer's remorse when you don't buy it and I ain't remorse? Um, I should have bought the turtles. FOMO. You have FOMO. Fear of missing out. You've missed out now. I should have bought the turtles. And now, I'm now, like, I'm wondering, is this like a, do we think this is some kind of traveling oh. sale? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't, if I don't catch them, if I don't go to the next Hawks game. You're worried they'll move on. They'll be in the Yeah, am I, am I going to miss? Well, they're not going to be in the same spot. You're going to have to seek oh, them out. For sure. Am I, well, I mean, I, I, this stuff finds me. It found me last time. They found me last night. Uh, street turtle, street turtle. I said, "What? 
And yeah, but now that you're coming back, you have cop written all over you. Yep, yep. They're gonna say no, sure. <laughs> I definitely he, he reported the turtles. Now he's as soon as someone starts by. asking for the turtles, that's a red yeah, flag. Yeah, the turtle salesman. <laughs> hey, my man, you got any more of those? Uh, you got any more of that red turt action? Believe just speak just, louder into yeah, my. Just... <laughs> Trill's gonna uh, be see, yeah. he's gonna be outside of the next three Hawks home games. He's gonna be the guy yelling turtles. And, yes. But he's gonna be he's gonna be looking for them. He wants need to two. buy them. Need, need two. Take it turtle. I need two. I need two turtles. Uh, and no, no, like, no one yeah. will believe you that there was a guy selling them last game. Guy pulls open his coat, he's like, yeah, what do you want? I said, man, that's a fucking tortoise, bro. Uh I gotta find it. But here's the thing. And this is why I know it's not rare because a lot of people were quoting it. Some of the people were like, I was there last night too. I saw that guy. So I know I wasn't tripping. And two other people were like, yeah, no, I'm, he's just a thing there. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Turtle. I, I don't know. But I was trying to think. I was like, have I ever, like where I parked and, and, and went, have I ever taken that route? So you know what I'm saying? Maybe this was my, the first time I would have seen a turtle guy. But I felt if I see him, What's I don't what's a good turtle price? You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much a turtle costs. I mean, I would be you worried. Guys didn't discuss, you guys didn't discuss terms. Wait, listen, <laughs> I couldn't even get what's that the close. Warranty on a turtle. <laughs> I couldn't even get that close. He like he was doing the hawking, but he had a junior salesman oh. that was doing some hand like he. It was he, he had an ashtray. Well, he had an ashtray. He yeah he. Yo. Franklin the turtle, you can't be here right now. You can't do that, man. Um, yeah, Alex says he does it for every United game. So, wow. yeah, Harheader says this turtle's a top notch, man. I would just well, like good, you. You could get salmonella from a turtle. You got to be careful. Can you? Yes, that's like the big thing. Like that. Well, I mean, you gotta like if I kiss him in the mouth. If, I, if I'm Tom Brady to him, but I'm like, but no, it's like even just like touching him, you can get it. Like it's like. Okay, but how long do how long do it take for salmonella to well up wear out? Like you don't have it forever, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like it's not like cancer, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, I gotta look it up. I, I gotta look yeah. it up. Sal oh. <laughs> salmonella from turtle. Okay, Deshaun said anything over twenty because I was thinking, I was like, are these gonna be cheaper than normal? Because he's literally got no competition or more expensive. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I don't want a, a, a Pepsi here, I can go down there and get a coat. It's not like if I man, I'll go buy an iguana. I'll go down to uh, I'll go down yeah, to Lucky that's, Street. That's gonna cost you. Yeah, I'll go down to Lucky Street and buy an iguana, man. I'm I'm not gonna get uh, ran ragged here. You can. So what? Turtles can. I didn't know. I thought it was only like chicken. No, you can get it from turtles or other reptiles, amphibians, or their habitats. So even just having it in your house Ooh. opens you up to it. Okay, but, yeah, but turtle man, turtle man, salmonella. Turtle man looked pretty healthy though. Uh, I mean, turtle man looked pretty. He's, he looks spry. He's got that. He's got the the middleman. Maybe he doesn't directly handle them. He always he makes sure he doesn't touch okay, the work. Okay, but here's the, would I need? Would I ever need to touch the turtle? I mean, you got to clean. Drop it. a little. Drop a little lettuce in there. You got to clean it, dude. Turtles stink. They smell stinky. Very stinky. I I soap and water. No, 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 no. It's like now turtles. I remember like our class had one. Yeah, like it was legit. Like, a, how does something that little, and that slow, smell that bad? Yeah, it's like a warm stench. It's terrible. It, yeah, it's like what, you didn't just go to the gym. You wouldn't just playing basketball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why do you smell like that? Yeah, no. But they do stink. Um, but I was thinking. I was like, man, I gotta get. I thought about for real getting like a show turtle. 
and it would just be right here and it would just do the show with us. Uh, <laughs> it's, then I thought about getting four. It says right nothing here. nothing but pizza and training them in the uh, martial <laughs> arts. <laughs> the, but I decided. The, the I saw a poll the other day. It was uh, voting for your favorite Ninja Turtle, talking about cool guys. And Donatello and Leonardo were tied at like 18%. And it was wild. And like first or last? Who's last. the first? Michelangelo. Obviously, Michelangelo first. party. Okay. Dude, the thing Thank is, Raphael you. got so many cool points, and I just thought he's kind of a dick. I thought, yeah, I got Raphael least cool. He he was always, and even the, the little bitty swords wasn't really that hot. Um, the number it's the one food, man. Okay, what if I feed him? We're gonna. What if I feed him organic? Organic. I don't know if it's the food. It says Here's here. The question though, what are you getting from this turtle? It feels like you. We immediately said we have to do a whole bunch of things once you buy it. Like, what's the what's the benefit? I mean, well, of the listen, that's the thing. What's the benefit of any pet? It's it hard not. work. Yeah, it's indentured servitude. Um, oh yeah, it's to make yourself feel better. You. That's what I'm saying. It, it, into it's giving a, them affection. It's animal slavery. Uh, but Deshaun's the right idea. Flipping turtles. I watched that guy. Uh, I watched him sell turtle for about an hour. He drove off in a Maybach. Wow. You know what I mean? So, I don't know if it's like... business. Yeah, I don't know if turtles are like gold. Um, I mean, they're pretty valuable. You can't get them that easily. Luke says Raphael 100%. Absolutely not. Uh, Absolutely not. That's a bad take. Wait, let's... Ah, No, that's terrible. Um, Hey, Money says he saw me at the game. That was... If if I had two beers in my hand, it wasn't me. It def so I, I I think you got me confused, my guy. Um, yeah, this is Raphael Hive. Are y'all kidding me? Michelangelo's blowing him out of the water. What am I missing here with Raphael? He was like dad. He was like the dad. That's not cool. He was a hothead. Hotheads aren't cool. If you're unable to control your emotions, that's just like not a good quality. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michelangelo's the coolest. Actually, this is this actually might be in order, left to right, coolest. Yeah, I look at it. I I, Donatello so. was pretty cool. He's got that kind of nerd coolness. Like, at some point, nerds you, you realize that like their ability to do a bunch of cool shit is like redeeming, and they're like, yeah. At least I, that's what I tell myself because I'm a huge nerd. Um, sure. I, I don't know Donatello too much. Tear the turtles. It's Michelangelo <laughs> S tier and everyone else. Like I yes. don't. Uh, I don't know. I thought Raphael was cool. The red, the red one's cool. He's cool. He's like he's not cool. He's dude. He's the least cool. Dude, he's he's always he hanging least, out alone. A, he's cool. He's least cool than April. No way. April, no, April, I'm, April, cooler than him. Dude, Bebop and Rocksteady, those motherfuckers are cool. Raphael yeah. was walking around in the. He was in the trench coat, walking around. He was cool. He was like he was walking around, uh, flashing people. He was not flashing people. He was a bad guy. Uh, he just where's Grunk? He, he no, just wanted uh, a, he just wanted uh, to fit in. Just like Michelangelo, just wanted good times, baby. He was the coolest. And the orange, the nunchucks, like that counts into it, man. Nun- nunchucks aren't a real weapon. They don't actually work. You tell that to the business end of a nunchuck. <laughs> it's not gonna do. You tell that to dude. Master Splinter, who saw the yeah. entire empire fall. <laughs> Someone's gonna swing nunchucks at me. I'll put my arm up and it'll do nothing. It'll do. It'll Ooh. break your forearm. It, it will it not. It will it'll not. It'll go through your arm like a knife through butter. No way. No way. Bebop and Rocksteady are. Listen, oh, you gotta, great you names. You gotta back this up, Scoob. You gotta back yeah, this no, up. Yeah, no, we gotta, gotta nunchucks to the forearm now. Dude, I could. By giant turtles too. 
I've, I've, one, I've never actually seen nunchucks in my life, so I, I don't think exactly. they still listen, exist. Oh, so you're listen, uninformed man. on the position is what you're trying to listen, say. Listen, man, the nunchucks are, it's basically like swinging uh, two, a two police baton. Okay, so, so the person's going to swing the nunchucks, and while they're swinging, I'm just going to get into their zone of interference man, and start, they, start punching them in the stomach repeatedly. Can we can we look at a video of anybody using that? <laughs> like, I, I think I, you're. I, I think you really. I think you're really underestimating. Uh, nunch. I'll say this. Like nunchucks in the hand of somebody that has no idea how to use them, worthless, worse than nothing. But in the, yeah, in the is, hands, this is of, an experience. Yeah, I'm say this is the hands of a master. Okay, here uh, we go. The 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 two fingers of a master. Here we go. The Let's see. Look the, at this guy. The ultimate ninja. Hold on. Bro. You're not look at this. You're not even getting close, Daddy. Dude, I mean look at him. He's just standing perfectly still. I, I would go for a takedown. <laughs> I'd shoot a takedown and put bury him through the floor. Look, man, he's just stunting right now. That that'd be he'd be beating on your head like a, a calypso drum. He's he's looks like he's ready for the disco. He's wearing pants. <laughs> this is actually like he's spinning a baton. Like he, he like I think he came from the school of uh dancing in high school football. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not scared of this. I am. You, oh, he's oh, double duty. You said you done it now, boy. I'm, you done done it now. I'm not. I'm not phased whatsoever by this person. He's yeah. He's doing. He's like but find somebody that's using them like weapons. Okay. Find a cool ass mutant. Yeah, find somebody cool. Okay, that's yeah. A... Find that guy. That guy looks. Oh, Bruce. Yeah, that's a movie. Um, okay. nunchucks for the street. Nunchucks for the street. Okay, this guy. Okay, maybe nunchucks for the street. Here we go. <laughs> oh yeah, Bill Burr is about to get his ass. <laughs> Bill Burr versus Derek Carr. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Come on, swing. Well, oh, man, he, he, he through can, the legs. He, he, he going through the legs like I can break your ankles and then knock you over with a nunchuck. You okay. can break your ankles, then break your ankles. Okay, so now he's Look, actually swinging. He's, yeah, here we go. This is a strike. Okay. So we call it a strike. I'm going to unmute it. Let's hear what it sounds like. Because they stop themselves short. Yeah. Oh. Squirrely stuff happens. Um, they try to treat okay. it like a stick. So they treat it like an untrained person. With it, That's how you strike. They do oh, that's, that's not a good th strike. That thuds. You're supposed to. Yeah, you see how heavy it is? You know what I mean? Okay, okay. But yeah, that might hurt. Okay. That would break, yeah. Like, that now, would break bones. Uh, Albeit, yeah, that would probably break. Okay, yeah, that would probably break my arm. Um, would you think they were hollow? Like, <laughs> I mean, I thought they were like padded. I thought they were padded. No, a padded weapon. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Oh, man, that pillow is a terrible weapon. All right. Yeah, well, no. look. Okay. Well, I still think that. I still think if someone is swinging a nunchuck, I still think I could just rush them and get the best of them very easily. <laughs> I just, I, that's just what I believe. Want, it'd be like getting hit over the head, like with a blunt object, only they're controlling the, like, it, they don't have control over like a brick. It's like the brick is an extension of their hand. I just, I, I just, I don't, it's too much, too much reliance on a zone of a weapon where like, once the zone of the weapon is broken, you're done for. Listen, if the zone of the weapon is broken, your ribs are broken. You understand? If you get that close. Your ribs are gonna be broken. I, I added nunchucks. I, I don't think so. I think I could just. I think I'm faster. I think I'm fast enough. <laughs> I think I'm just. If if it's a life or death situation, I'm not letting someone with a nunchuck kill me. I'm not gonna let it happen. That's embarrassing. Such they thought they was using like the noise sticks at the game. <laughs> 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 
the bam bam sticks yeah okay <laughs> no luke smith i don't run a four two but in in a fight it's short distance and for the record i think i ran a 5.140 in middle school Get so that, Get that's terrible that's wait it was like 5.4 it's terrible yeah listen it's like a small baseball bat <laughs> he can swing far more often. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, yeah, I can just get in there uh, on a guy holding a baseball bat. I, all I got to do is rush him. He yes. gonna, man, he's going to tee off. No, no way, dude. No, I'm telling you. You you might oh, you might have to take one. You might have to take one good one right in the side. Ah, but then like you just. You would go, you would drop like a stone, man. Yeah, you take one good one in the side and then you go, ah, and then the other one comes and smacks you right in the face. Yeah, you think I'm he's telling he's, you. He's going to stop. I'm telling you, I'm built different. It would not one hit would not phase me. I've been hit before. It would not phase me, dude. I'm telling you, it would knock the wind out of your body. I'm just, I, I just, I don't think so. I've been hit in the face before. I've been hit with a bat before. I've been hit with stuff before. So you hit with nunchucks before. I mean, it's just a smaller bat, right? Hit with so much stuff. I mean, I was getting in fights in high school. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean. Listen, and they brought out the nunchucks, dude. If so, uh, dude, I mean, I just, I think it's a fool's weapon. It's foolish. <laughs> I, I would, if you have a knife, I'm not gonna fight you. If you bring out a knife and you're passing it back and forth, I'm scared. If yeah, you you're nunchucks and you're spinning them around and stuff, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rush you. You're not gonna do nothing. That man, he gonna do one of them bow, bow, bow on your head three <laughs> times before you even get close to his body. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna put myself in situation. I'm gonna keep my eyes open for nunchucks. If I see someone with nunchucks, I'm putting myself in the self defense spot, and I will defend myself. We, is there a video of somebody getting their ass whooped by nunchucks? <laughs> I would hope so. That's, that's me on the side watching you get your ass whooped by uh, trying to fight the guy, the nunchuck guy. Yeah, we gotta test out this. We gotta get boots on the ground with Sex J and a nunchuck. We uh, have this is this is oh, a damage test. This is nunchuck. Oh, Sex J in public. I think we're giving you the authority to attack him with nunchucks. I think yes. that's just like a hardcore belt. Uh, nunchucks versus night. Who do we have here? This is in Vietnam. It says nunchucks versus who? Who? Like who's the fa what's the line here? Who's the favorite? Okay, here they go. Who, I, I see the people who do we know who's got what yet? Um, the guy on the left has the nunchuck. Oh, he's swinging it. You okay. can see he's swinging it. Okay, yeah, see, uh -huh. it's always it's like it's like that jab, that steady jab. Yeah, but see right there, I'm not scared. I'm just not. Is that guy got on a helmet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were on bikes beforehand. Oh, uh, okay. Smart to keep the helmet on or some type of headgear. I mean, dude, uh oh, you could take one hit from that so easily. That's like saying you could take one bullet from a little bitty gun. I mean, you might be able to, depending where it hits. <laughs> yeah, but you're not only go it's not only going to be one hit. <laughs> With a nunchuck, it absolute. Look at this guy. You think he's getting multiple hits off on me? I'm a bear. I'm a bear. He's only, he's only look, 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 look. That's you right there. Oh, no. Stop this footage. Stop this footage. No. This is terrible for the... <laughs> Yeah, you, you managed to find the worst nunchuck artist this side of Mississippi. <laughs> this is terrible for your argument. He fell over right almost, away. <laughs> he went to literally this part of class and that's it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the second the guy jumped at him, he falls over and drops it. <laughs> he went, nah, play that again, man. Just, nah. Just, yeah, that... <laughs> he this, threw yeah, him. He threw him. He threw them. 
Okay, that's he not a master. He only yeah, has to go well for Oh, he, oh okay. Well, <laughs> he okay, he lost. Yeah. Well, listen. You don't throw the nunchucks, dummy. <laughs> no, that's your that's your weapon. Oh my he god, just, what an he idiot! Tried to throw like a, he thought it was gonna come back to his hand like Thor. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that's very funny. Oh man, uh, yeah, that boy, oh boy, that could not have been, uh, in all honesty, a worse video for the argument. Good grief! No, that was terrible for the argument. I mean, that's not good for you guys. You guys are very cooked right now. I'll say this though: he wasn't gonna whoop Michelangelo like that. <laughs> you don't think he's taking Michelangelo? Michelangelo would whoop him real good. That guy ain't have a knife. He had a machete. Yeah, there's I, a difference. I mean, that there's a difference. That, that didn't even look like a machete to me. That looks like a like a bottle. Oh, they said they had a knife. They broke, man. Those was not real chucks, man. He was not. <laughs> he's not a real. He's not a real chucker, man. I mean, oh, the manners on your side, dude. The chat is now turning. They are on my oh. side here. I'm telling. The chat you. has a mind of its own. The chat has no loyalties. Section J knows weapons. I'm telling you, anybody that anybody that in a fight situation is gonna bust out nunchucks and just sit there spinning it, the second you rush them, panic. They are panicking. They are not ready for a fight. They have nunchucks. His chucks broke, man. They're not ready. How are you for supposed a to fight with untied shoes? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, bad, I, I'm with Brendan here. Bad chucks doesn't count. Bad chucks. Bad chucks. He, dude, bad chucks. He's been carrying them for so long. He didn't know they were bad. That's you got to know your weapon. You got to know your weapon. Listen, I don't disagree with that, but we've already discussed. That's uh, not the uh, nunchucks fault. Yeah, we, we've already fault. discussed pilot. This is pilot error here. Uh, I mean, I I'm not letting this guy in my army. If I'm okay, if Kale I'm says no. Ferkin says no. The people are not on your side, dude. I will. Section knows war. Chat. You bu go ahead and you buy nunchucks. You buy nunchucks, and Christmas this year, you come to the park by my house, and we'll set up a line, and I'll beat up all of you, all of you with your nunchucks. I'll beat up every single one of you. How many? How many nunchuck uh, people you think you could take at one time? At oh, at one time. Oh, right, right, okay. Uh, no, I I send them in waves of uh one at a time, every two minutes. Ooh, every how long you? Well, I mean, I'll, you get you you get one weapon of your choice. I mean, not like a gun or anything, but you no. get a weapon of your choice too. Okay, okay. I would take What's your like, weapon. I would take like a little mini bat, just a small like a baton. A oh, like a nunch, like half of a nunchuck. No, yeah, I don't. Well, no, would, you I, all, no. would you put wait, that on a chain wait, wait. next to another small mini bat? Right, no, actually, I don't even need the weapon. No, I don't need the weapon. Don't give me a weapon. I will. You don't want to. Okay. I've got all my right, weapons so. right here, right here, <laughs> the left and the right. I've got them right here. I'm not afraid. I, I would. I think. I think I would beat up the first three, and then I'd probably be tired by the fourth. But it wouldn't be from them. No, it wouldn't be from them. I'd just be gas from enjoying it too much. Just be fun. I think it would. You would get hit one time and be like, no. "Oh, I quit." No. Oh, my back. No. Ten ten months to train. Ten months to train. I'm taking ten anybody. months. Yeah, ten months. What this is going down tomorrow? You need to be looking right, yeah, Chuck. Look, I'll do it tomorrow. But ten months to train just makes the number go higher. But what if, do they get? Ten months too? Absolutely, absolutely. So they can have nothing but people like charge them with nunchucks to just yeah, yeah. like determine their uh, yep strategy from there. I I know deep down in my heart if I, <laughs> if I took it seriously, ten months to train. 
I could absolutely win a fight against pretty much anybody on my own level, which chat I would consider is. So, <laughs> okay, chat. Listen, chat. He calling y'all out. And no, Jackson, I'm not a classic watches UFC and thinks he can fight guy. I actually get out there. I hit the bag. I'm actually no, he does out the work. there. Sweat equity. I'm out there. Uh, I might be a big boy, but trust me, I can make heavyweight. I could do it. I will do it. I'll get, I'll go zero and one in the UFC. Watch me. Watch me. Say I won't. Say I won't get knocked out in the first round. <laughs> say I won't. Aldo says you get knocked out, uh, and that video going to drop. <laughs> <laughs> ten months training, man. Now, nah, if somebody gets ten months, also if does the whole group of people going at you one at a time. Do they get to train together? So they're like, okay, we'll just attack. Yeah, you get his yeah, yeah, you get his left leg. I'll come in. I'll get his right leg. They just break you. They just chop down the tree, man. But but hey, no, you said you said that they're coming in waves. So I just have to beat them in two minutes before the next one yeah, comes. This is I was gonna say this is true. if you handle them before two minutes, you got a minute forty two seconds to catch your breath. You got I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I I mean, I think I I I think I could do it. Maybe if there's three at once, if there's three at once, I'm getting the dog shit whooped out of me. Definitely. But like, uh, I think like two guys, I might be able to, might be able to do something there. <laughs> two guys, if they both have nunchucks. Yeah, because they would start, they would, they would distract each other with their nunchucks. Like Look, they would start, you know how, uh, <laughs> you know, you go through the car wash and the, the brushes spin on both sides to me. That's how they would be whooped. That's how they'd be whooping on your ass from each side with the nunchuck. You just in the, you're the car in the middle, just getting whooped. Look, I I have a dream, and my dream is to be a, a can. ML sex J. Yeah. <laughs> a can. I want to be a can for boxing or anything. I want I want to be the guy that just gets in there and I get beat up and I make another guy look good. That's what I want. That's the, that's the Homer Simpson. Yes, yes. Because sometimes those guys they get to win. Sometimes, sometimes they get to win. So listen, I, I mean, again, if you could take the punch like Homer at the end, you just push him over. Just one, one punch. Uh, they just you fall over. Homer Simpson ability to take a hit. Like, can you take a cannonball to the chest too, Scoop? I think I yeah, I could take a hit. I how mean, much? How much? How much prep you need for that? Um, ah, uh, I mean, no, I don't think it would take that much. I mean, I've been hit in the face plenty of times. I've been punched before. It's not that bad. What a can? With a cannonball? Oh, with a cannonball? I mean, that's unrealistic because that was the Simpsons. I. I think if a cannonball hits me, I'm going to collapse and die on the spot. I don't know, man. You said the old clips guys used to just take cannonballs to the gut. Can we find a video that like that was just a thing where people, people just take a cannonball to the gut for some reason? Let's look. I'm looking it up. Cannonball to... Oh, yeah. Here we go. The man who could take a cannonball to the stomach. Here we go. There was only go. one guy. It, it was, was just literally a bunch one. of different yeah. videos of him. It happened one time. The second time, it went straight through him. Jesus. <laughs> what? Fuck. God, Why? Look, Alfred Hitchcock's ass out. F.A. Richard. That's a good name. Look, Richard's punch me. Punch me. This is me. Yes. This is Houdini. He's there. Allowing his friends to punch him in the gut. This is me training right here. I would, I would let people hit me with nunchucks to warm up. The chat, yeah. It's me and Rudman, Liz and Luca. Everybody just we're getting you ready for game day. <laughs> They're just jumping on his stomach. They're just double feet, like two feet jumping. Sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> and even enlisted heavyweight boxer Jess Willard 
Nine, I think you could do this. Yeah, I mean, I think I could genuinely do this. I mean, I think you could definitely do I this. would get internal bleeding, but like. Look how much bigger that guy is. Hey, what do you got there? <laughs> I'm bleeding inside. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you these, win. these guys are, aren't even hitting him that hard. Like. Bro, that is a. Like, even if it's just a bowling ball, a 104 pound cannonball. Oh, God. You know, I, he didn't even bounce. I don't play that one again. He didn't even bounce back into the. Th I feel like that one hurts the most, right? Like, you don't even. He took oh. all. Im yeah, he took all oh, yeah. impact there. It almost looked like it hit him in the nuts, almost. Yeah, like I like the that first... they put him directly next to the cannon. He <laughs> <laughs> could then start off like thirty feet away. It was just like no, immediately next to it. Yeah, look at this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> Dude, they're not look, even no hitting him. Either. Dude, they're just punching like. Mm. Oh, I can't believe yeah. he doesn't feel this. Oh, Jesus. Dude. <laughs> dude, if, man, I mean, if that was me, I'm coming up there. He's waiting for a stomach shot. I'm warming up the stomach shot, and then I'm going, boom, with the left. He's knocked out. Glass knocked jaw. out cold. Glass, Glass jaw. jaw. He just dies. Just, that's, that's not the social agreement, though. <laughs> you, stand, you just well, look, duped him into saying you're going to punch him in the stomach, and you knock him out? Everyone's been doubting me. Now I have to prove myself. <laughs> I have to knock out the guy that gets punched in the stomach a lot. Listen, that's how Harry Houdini died. Did y'all know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe so. You know that, Jim? I did not. Harry I always Houdini. assumed he died just like being unable to undo his straitjacket. He put himself in. Oh. Like, put himself underwater. Harry, yeah, poor Harry Houdini. He died because his thing was he could take a punch in the stomach like that guy. And a guy, a college student went up to him. Yeah, he had a bum ankle. So he was like sitting on a couch. And a guy was like, you're Houdini, right? Like the guy didn't take any punch. And apparently Houdini was laid out, I was like, yeah, that's me. And the guy was like, bow. Wow. Killed him. Yeah. Killed him. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Where's it start? Right yeah, here. The magician, yeah, sore ankle was still bothering him. So he plopped down on a couch uh, while the group chatted. At some point, a student named Jay Gordon Whitehead. So that's a very, that's the most college student name I ever heard. <laughs> arrived and asked Houdini if it was true he could resist hard punches to his abdomen. The claim the magician had supposedly made in public. According to witness Sam Smilovitz, when, <laughs> when Houdini said the rumors were true, Whitehead abruptly de delivered four or five terribly forceful, forceful, deliberate, well-directed blows to his stomach. Houdini was still reclined on the couch and had no time to prepare for the punches, which <laughs> appeared to leave him in considerable pain. <laughs> the guy just said, hey, you take a punch to that stomach before? He was like, hey, he was like yeah, I suppose. I gotta say, bad. if he got four or five in, terrible reflexes by Houdini. I mean, yeah. If, uh, I mean, he, if he was still laying on the couch at the end of it. He just took it. He didn't even fight back. Yeah, let's uh, scroll down a little bit. So Houdini brushed off the incident at the time. But that evening, he began to complain of discomfort. And stomach cramps. His condition only worsened the next day when he boarded an overnight train to Detroit for a new run of performances. The magician developed severe abdominal pain, cold sweats, fatigue, and his temperature rose to 104 degrees. A doctor suspected appendicitis and instructed Houdini to go to a hospital, but the performer insisted on taking the stage for his opening night at the Garrick Theater. He proceeded to struggle through his routine before collapsing immediately. After the that's, final that's curtain, some hubris. That's some classic Houdini hubris. It's like I, I have to put on 
a terrible show oh. that they will remember me by. The show would be Houdini's last. <laughs> that same night, he was taken to a Detroit hospital and prepped for surgery. Doctor successfully removed his appendix, which was found to have been ruptured several days earlier. But it had already poisoned his inside. Despite a grim prognosis, the magician clung to life until October 31st when he died with his wife, Bess, and his two brothers by his side. That's tough. Bad ending. That, oh, yeah. Okay, listen. So the official cause was listed as uh, peritonitis caused by a ruptured appendix. At the time, the magician's doctors firmly believed that the illness was the result of walloping. The walloping. <laughs> Jay Gordon Whitehead had given, <laughs> had given them during their backstage encounter. Such cases of traumatic appendicitis are extraordinarily rare. One study found only a couple dozen instances over a 20-year period. But in 1926, the diagnosis was widely accepted. Houdini's life insurance company was even forced to pay his wife a double indemnity for accidental death. Wow, so do we think that his wife paid this guy to come in? Oh, I, I don't ass? look up G. I don't think he went. To, I'm almost he didn't do any time for it because it was listed by accident, even though it does. I, what is that manslaughter? Like, what? yeah, <laughs> you just uh, punch a man to death. That's that's some good old fashioned manslaughter there. I mean, he's got no man Wikipedia, one? no Wikipedia. He's yeah, so he, um, I, I feel like he just lived a normal life. Yeah, no, oh, well, the, the only hold on. The only known Jocelyn, the only known photo of Jocelyn, that one right there. Uh, Which one? The wild about wild hair. about hair. Yeah, let's get a let's get a peek at him. This is Jay Gordon that's, Whitehead. That's the guy that killed Harry Houdini. Dude, this guy walked up and delivered like two, four of the weakest <laughs> punches ever, and Harry Houdini. He's a nerd. Yeah, that's crazy. He was delivering wow, Houdini. Just got got got. He's too cocky. That cannonball, that those punches they were giving him, just bam, four and oh. Wow. It was Houdini cool? I gotta say, no, you, listen, you get punched to death, and your claim is you can take a punch, uncool. Yeah, true. I mean, <clears throat> you, uh, if you have to be ready for it for it to happen, can you really take the punch? I don't think so. It's like Batman, right? Was like, hey, Batman's time to prep. Well, what if he doesn't? Man, that's not how all this works. He didn't have all have six weeks to prep. Right, right. Uh, yeah, dude named Jocelyn delivered him the ultimate fade. He couldn't. He couldn't break out of that fade. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, that's a t listen. While we're on uh, <laughs> tough ways to die, uh, did you all know that a, a thirteen year old boy was killed when a circus clown swung him by his ankles to death? Did you know that? No. Uh, just recently or like in, in the 1880s? <laughs> I think it was in the 18. If you search for, um, let me see, circus clown swings boy by ankle. I don't know what, the, I don't even know what the headline <laughs> would be. Uh, swings boy by ankles to death. I'm looking it up. Here it is. Weirdest hey. deaths. Here it is. Um, oh, this is truly epic exits. Wow. Okay. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> truly -E -E. epic. Here's some dead people. No. It's, they put the clown behind bars here. I, that, I don't think that's the actual clown. That has I, to be a stock footage of a sad clown. It says right <laughs> here. Like, this is really, I've been 14 years. Uh, I can't get a damn trial. Uh, All right. So the 13-year-old. Yeah, here we go. What could be the most bizarre death certificate was recently uncovered by a museum in L.A.? William Snyder of Cincinnati, go Bengals, died in 1854 at the age of 13, having been, quote, 
killed by being swung around by the heels of a circus clown. <laughs> End quote. But uh, he's fa- there are more. Yeah, there's more. We've got a gallery here. I'm nervous what they might be. I was gonna say that's yeah, kind of scary. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Let's get at yeah. it. Um, yeah, no, these are these are some sad things. It looks like. Yeah, no, I don't Dude, want they that. They said but truly just... epic exits. Why? <laughs> truly epic exits. They the president said. was enjoying a nice day in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't. You just swing a kid by his ankle. Did he let him go? And he just like flew. I think the blood just went all through his head, and then eventually his head popped off. How long did he swing him? Yeah, thirteen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Thirteen. Not a not a small last, right? I mean, I mean, but they were all small lasses, right? It's all relative. Uh, I'm pulling swung up. Swung by the ankles. Oh, oh, we we may have an article here. I thought you were gonna say a video. No, <laughs> that, would, that would be good. But no, it looks like we have a, a clip from when it happened. <laughs> Um, Stop! Oh, it looks Stop. like Wait, my... <laughs> ankles, please. <laughs> no, what do we have? <laughs> is this the one? Is this? The, yes, is this yes, this okay, is the same one. The um, coroner, the cor- Oh, capital C. Uncle. Oh wait, no, like wait. That. This might be a different boy. It says W. M. Bernard. What? No, no, native oh, of Cincinnati. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, say Nate, unless this was just a, a, a rampant in Cincinnati. Dude, I uh, mean, what if the clown was going around doing the, it to multiple people? Yeah, what if that's his closing trick? <laughs> he was uh, Does he the smallest have... boy for a good swing. <laughs> I'll need to see your firstborn. Um, <laughs> the coroner held an inquest today upon the body of William Bernard, the boy who was injured last night at the Pacific Street Circus by the clown in italics. I love that. Swinging him around. A post-mortem examination was held upon the body, the result of which proved to be that death was caused by a rupture of the left pulmonary artery. That's lung, right? Um, What's pulmonary? Lung? I think. Brain? I don't know. Um, Maybe if I... Coroner's jury... What's what's pulmonary? The coroner's jury returned a verdict of death uh, being produced by accident. He was a native of Cincinnati, Ohio, and was about 13 years of age i think i think it's an artery in the neck it might be the pulmonary, pulmonary means like going to the lungs i believe oh okay i will say i know it's 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 something in here but listen he he swung his ass until he ruptured that i don't know yeah why is clown in italics that killed by the he was swung by the clown yeah Jeez um, uh, Louise! It says that the guy who did it was arrested for murder. His case was sent to the grand jury, but it doesn't appear that anything came of it. Um, however, Reyes would later be sent to prison on a charge of assault and battery upon a police officer. Um, yeah, right. Beat you beat the body and then uh. Yeah. Wow. Go back for something else, man. Clowns. The circus in the 1850s must have been a wild time. Some antebellum circus now was yeah, <laughs> completely unregulated. You could do whatever you wanted. It was de- bloodletting, uh, leeches. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I mean, this, <laughs> this, this is how Doink the Clown got a WWF contract. Vince McMahon's heard <laughs> that and was like, "Yes." <laughs> who wait? So who who was that last? Was that the uh, was that the V Clown? The Clown? Yeah, I don't know who this is. I just searched clowns of 1850. <laughs> Murderous clown. Yeah, so this is what we um, got. They don't look that good. No, nah, okay. 
And uh, anyway, okay. Completely different. I forgot to say. Can you find me the video of Draymond talking about Rudy Gobert? Oh, that was fantastic. Did did, I was gonna, did, did everybody see this? Because yes, they were talking to Draymond on Inside the NBA, and I don't. Even, they asked him. They I mean, they set him up for it. They they. I don't know if this was rehearsed, but who have you seen taking this? Go. The producers Hardest. definitely had uh, had blocked out. Ask yeah. Draymond. Yeah, yeah, like make sure to ask Draymond. Uh, yeah, let that run if we can. Who have you seen taking this the hardest when they have not made it? Well, one thing I can assure you: if I didn't make it this year, I wasn't gonna cry. I can one hundred percent assure you that. Um, it has to be Rudy. I mean, the man cried on national television when he didn't make the All-Star team. Thank God he's made the next three. Uh, Stop it, Dre. Leave that man alone. I mean, you can't cry, Chuck. I said it then. I'm going to say it now. I got killed yeah. on Twitter then. I'll yeah. probably get killed today. No, but you, you right. can't cry. No, you're right. Right. Come on. You're right. Come on, man. Cry. The guy's sensitive. He's friends. He's sensitive. That's yeah. okay. Love him. Come on. He's a lover. lover. He's a lover, love man. We'll, we'll see a couple of those. Uh, Come on. There's no mean streets in Paris. I guess it's his team. He might not want to Okay, but they, that, that that was the gist of it. Yeah. Um, uh, they said there's no mean streets in Paris. Uh, someone needs to show the NBA on TNT desk the movie Lahine. Um, then they <laughs> heard of a guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Might change your tune a little bit. <laughs> what? So why don't? Why doesn't anybody like Rudy? I saw a tweet earlier. It was like it is so weird how all the players don't like Rudy Gobert. I'm like, I don't think it's that, that weird. weird. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird. And I don't Some even. People I, are just not likable. He's like has not shown anything about his personality. It's like, yeah, that yeah. guy's cool. Yeah, like I, I also think. Uh, that, does it have something to do with COVID? Like he was the reason that the league got shut down that year. I think that's. I feel like they they didn't like him before that though. True. True. I think I think the COVID thing's pretty like it's convenient. He definitely like the touching the mic stuff. True. Not giving it to the locker room, shutting down the NBA. Not great. Mm-hmm. But Hitting the crying, on, uh, Donovan Mitchell in the press. True. Yeah, the crying thing was before <laughs> this. Like he's apparently like it's all every six months we hear about something with he and Donovan. And I mean, like they said, he's French. French people. Yeah, I like mean... I, he's just. I don't know. He's just not a likable guy. And <laughs> oh, Jacob Bernard has a different theory. You automatically uh-huh. hate anyone who blocks your shot, and he blocks the most shots. I mean. Okay. We found the jazz fan. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, true, true, true. Luke, <laughs> click on a, a Go Bear Cry during this press conference. Um, yeah. That was 2019. Um, yeah, do we want to watch this one? Yeah, that was just like a press. I feel like that's good. That, that's your people, Jam. You can get the clear on that, yeah? what I do? It was a rough night. <laughs> Definitely. You know, my mom called me crying. Um, oh, his mom called him crying. Why, I why did, did see an article where like Draymond named him. his first All Star team, and he's like him and his mom just like wept over the phone. So it is funny that Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of. I, I mean, they didn't do it on television. I think that's it. You can't do it on. And like later on, Draymond's like, "Listen, if you got to do it, just do it in the car." Like I think his things like you can't do it on camera. I feel like this is maybe when I started noticing it because I like Draymond said it, and I know he definitely was not alone there. Um, but yeah, I get like French. I feel like Boris D people liked Boris Dia, and I feel like that was kind of like the exception. It was like, wow, we like Boris Dia. Tony Parker, bad teammate. 
Uh, I think Nick Fr- being French is something you have to overcome. It immediately puts you at a deficit. Like they don't hate <laughs> him strictly because he's French, but it's yeah, like, it's not it's winning def- many points. It's definitely a hole you got to climb out of. Uh, and, and 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 for good reason. For good reason. I mean, France. Yes. They're they're weird over there. I th- <laughs> Carlos is just a door. Like it, it really might be just like as simple as that. Like again, we just talked about like being really great at something doesn't make you cool. Like Gobert's mm-hmm. not great defender. Like successful basketball player, first team all defense, all that. And I, every four months, the best player on his team, he and the other best player on his team uh, hate each other. So I get though I'm willing to maybe it's maybe Donnie Mitchell's bad vibes. Do we ever think about that? <laughs> I mean, we, I feel like we've definitely considered that. It's all I've ever thought about. Um, I mean, I it's know just two two jerks in the same room are just going to be uh, no fun for anyone. See, I. A Money says players love Frankie Smokes. Ferkin says people like Evan Fournier. I don't know if the second one is true. <laughs> being French in Utah can't be. I mean, yeah, being French, black, tall, all rich, all that in Utah, man. Like he, he's, but I don't know. You could. St- I don't know. I'm trying to. Are there any like Jokic overseas good uh, do good vibes Giannis good vibes and be good like I don't is it just France yeah. Nick Batum uh I mean he stole checks from Charlotte I don't think he's a bad guy <laughs> but they probably think he's cooler I was gonna say they probably think he's a bad guy I, I, I think Utah's just like a not not a good place for athletes to live and it just makes them kind of sour people mm, I could see that that's just how I, I feel that. about it yeah, uh, <laughs> Stephen wants Mitchell in that bad attitude, in Miami. Uh, it's gonna cost you. Fournier is very funny. Do P- I, I guess for like he does, he gets a lot of tweets off. Pietris, um, try to think of some other French basketball players, man. I feel like it's not a long, uh, no, I don't really have any in mind. <laughs> not a long list. Uh, yeah, the deck really is stacked. Oh, Batum is a nut puncher, so he's yeah, he didn't beat the French allegations either. Yeah, so is Dream. Mm, maybe they're more you think Draymond hates he's like we're the same person he's yeah you hate you hate the people who are very similar to you because you recognize like that's that's mm-hmm. why you're bad mm-hmm. he's me but taller just like you yeah what if I was tall I could get you know <laughs> 200 million yeah Sem- is Semi French Semi he's Nigerian he's, but, I mean he seemed like good vibes though he's very into God be a nice guy. Bad vibes. Um, Jan Mahimni. Yeah, he was a finesser. Hmm. Killian Hayes. I don't. I, I just. I don't. I haven't seen Killian Hayes be very good at basketball. I don't know about his vibes though. Unclear if he has a personality. Yeah. So I don't. Maybe good. Maybe bad. But the times I've seen him play basketball has not. Um, hasn't been too hot. Nope. Ooh, Victor. Okay, Victor Winbanyama. Our boy, the projected number one pick for the 2023 well, number we'll have one. To get Mike Schmitz shooter. back in here to give us a vibe uh, scouting report. Yeah, we got to get him. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, he shoots the three. He play. I said, no, 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 Mike. I need to know how his vibes are. Uh, are you familiar with this kid, Sex Jay? Yeah, he's like really tall and kind of skinny, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's like seven, like 190 pounds, but he yeah. is like Mike Schmitz. Uh, 
came on not here to argue scouts for ESPN said he called him like the most intriguing. I think he said the most intriguing prospect he's ever scout like ever scouted. Yeah, I've seen I've seen clips of him where he was like a teenager dominating Gobert. Well, it's still yeah. what he yeah. is now. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. He's still- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and alleged the the rumor was like he was on the uh, FIBA under seventeen under eighteen team or this year. But again, this summer's like the Olympics. France has a good team. Why wasn't he on the Olympic team? Yeah, true. And so what it was told it was like you know you know it's, it's really no rush. He's like seventeen or eighteen. But also there were rumors that Gobert was like if he's on the team i'm not on the team oh yeah, that's why people don't like rudy because like, you see what i'm saying bullshit like, on his own countrymen yeah his country, like, man that like i don't know if, if ever there was a time to go the other way if he was like yeah put him on the team i'll take him under my wing like i don't know Rudy's like no if you, what if they were just uh, like that's oh, such okay. a rudy move yeah what if they were like, like okay. it's true but it's it, like it's like i absolutely believe it because that's just kind of guy Rudy is. That's what I gotta say. Sources say don't aggregate me, aggregators. I gotta say, like Winhorn. Can we get, can we get a game of skill uh, for where Rudy Gobert's picked in the All Star Draft? Oh, uh, <laughs> under <laughs> or the pick over. Last and Donovan place. Mitchell. I think. I think we'll. Yeah. Can we give me that? We'll we'll take a quick break after this, and uh, oh. hopefully bring in Spencer Hall after this. But who we think is gonna? I think it's gonna be the the two Jazz guys again. Um. Wait. What did I you think, want me to pull up? Uh. The uh. The All Star teams again. The team. Yeah. Perfect. Like, who do we think gonna be the last? I think it's gonna be the Utah guys again. Yeah, I would say. That's just me. Uh, yeah. Like who? Maybe, like, there's like, no like. There's no Sabonis in there for like just an uncool guy. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there's. Yeah, I feel like Wiggins is gonna get picked sooner than them. Wait. I mean, he's got. Wiggins, uh, Wiggins has to start. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, has, to go, he has to go in the top whatever eight picks. Yeah, so he'll he'll be up there. So like Chris Middleton. Do people like Chris Middleton? Champion. I feel like if like if, if nothing else, he'd be like, hey, that guy's a champion. And so, um, someone might take Giannis, and Giannis will say, let's take Chris. Yeah. Well, it's so, been done like live on TNT. You think Giannis is gonna like text KD and like you better take Chris here? Also, oh, no. why is it why isn't this done like literally before the game like basketball basketball like do we need to know this too i know they have to do the draft and sponsor it but I, could they not do the same thing like 30 minutes before that like well, how are you going to sell the jerseys then ah the shit yeah those great jerseys yeah, um, everyone's true. looking forward to those jerseys yeah I, I feel like like any other benefit of the de- like the guy butler booker like tatum towns Paul, like all those guys have been before i feel like they'll get that benefit of the doubt freddie van fleet new guy i feel like he'll probably go Maybe toward the bottom, but I mean, champion. I think he goes before the Utah guy. He absolutely goes before Rudy. I, I feel like Donovan Mitchell is like more well liked. Like I don't he, know yeah. if Donovan's going to be the second to last pick, but Rudy. He was like, he was last year. So yeah, they picked Sabonis instead of him. <laughs> that was tough. So maybe so, but Rudy is definitely. Oh yeah, I forgot they have to practice. Oh yeah, they yeah I know. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> uh, Cole, uh, Monty Williams or whoever be running through. Uh, they gotta uh, install their pick and roll defense. Yeah, no, the drop versus hit, it's it's tough. Um, okay, let us take five. Okay, everybody regroup. Coming in an hour three, a Friday show. Let's see if we can get our guests. We're gonna have Spencer Hall with us. The jam is checking out. We will bid him adieu, good sir. Have a good weekend, fellas. Likewise, sir. Well. Watch out for those nunchucks, XJ, because people are going to be coming after you after that. I'm, I'm keeping my eyes open, and I mean, I'm ready. Head on the swivel.
Head on the swivel. Uh, everybody, everyone keep their head on the swivel. We'll catch you back after five. Welcome back, hour three. We have a special guest with us. Spencer Hall is in the house to talk some college football, some, some shenanigans, uh, some whatever else comes up. Thank you for joining us, sir. How are you? Uh, my pleasure. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, college football, I feel like, is giving us plenty Plenty to feast on in the offseason. Um, mm-hmm. There's, yeah, Brian Hartson, but uh, I want to hear this Caleb Williams tidbit. Apparently, Sex J has a, a Caleb Williams tidbit for us. Okay. Yeah. I, I've got a tidbit. Okay. So I saw that on Instagram after he posted that he was going to USC, the sorority girls from Oklahoma were commenting. Um, taking your foot fetish to california and they were like (laughs) they were roasting him the girls were roasting him on his post on his post his post yes i i saw it on twitter and i gotta see if i can find it again because it was like a couple days ago but i saw that I gotta say, not a kink shamer, but that's tough when it's just yeah uh, open open game on your own post, man. Yeah, right here, here it is, right here. He put it there, and then this is it right here. Taking your foot fetish to California, oh, no. <laughs> and all the girlies were roasting him. <laughs> hey, oh, boy. That's, that's deep. A... That's that's deeply unfair. I mean, oh, that's dirty know, pool, man. That is dirty pool. Come on, <laughs> like you had, you had a you had a pleasant exchange of intimacies, and then you went on your separate ways, merrily, happily, evidently, all people consensual and happy with it, and then you got to put the man out there, yeah, with all the things he likes and enjoys. And, and then the, you know, the, there was someone else who commented. They were like, "Why were you at the fuck Lincoln Riley party then?" <laughs> So apparently, I mean, they don't like him over there anymore. Well, listen, he I'll say this. I feel like this is one of these things that might actually backfire. Like he gets to USC and like the the feet pages start like following him. And he's like, listen, you just did me like the solid you did not think you were doing me. I didn't even have to put this out there. I just have to just out here, man, I'm not going to I'm not going to respond to such allegations. Well, anyways, no, yeah. let's let's look at it. If, if that were actually a recruiting point for him, which place has warmer weather and more open-toed shoes? That's a great point. Wow, that, I mean, that's what that's, I'm saying. So oof. this, do we think this is about football at all? As, we, as, <laughs> uh, as I put one and one and two together, the more we think about it, the less it appears to be. Jesus, I mean, so where's what, Caleb Williams? It, where's he from anyway? He's from. Uh, like originally, Caleb Williams, hail, Caleb Williams hails from uh, DC, correct? Uh, so DC, I make yeah. this point. Yeah, he's, he went to Gonzaga College High in Washington DC, mm. and and to that point, I always think USC's best pitch is when you get there and you land in Los Angeles, a place without all of. It's like the anti DC. Absolutely. Everyone there's good look. Everyone there's good looking, unlike Washington D.C. Oh, Ooh. it's true. No, no, not backing off that dumb <laughs> style dumb. there. 
That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but it's tough because it's honest. That's 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 for real. Not one of America's more attractive cities. And I say that as somebody who would fit in there. Additionally, um, there's no humidity. None. No. There's no humidity. Right? So you spent your entire life to that point living in a bog, living in a swamp. Miserable. 50-60% humidity is is normal, especially hellish in the summer. And you Snowfall. get out. And Oh, yeah, like just a bad climate. Just the kind of climate they used to refer to as malarial. You know, oh, when yeah. they were just like, whole thing's bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, people get sick and they'd be yeah. like, it must be this place. Like, it's that's how bad be, yeah. the weather is. All of it. Like, all of it is bad. Uh, right, right. And then you get to Los Angeles, and it's beautiful. It's the kind of weather that people used to go, oh, you should go there. You'll be healthier <laughs> and yeah. happier. Yeah. And on, to and on top of all that, if this is true, Evidently, there's other factors that lean in there. So, I, I don't know. I, I always thought USC is just a, a great pitch from somebody who has lived in humidity for most of his life and despises it. I mean, especially going from that to, like, the, the Oklahoma layover. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you go oh. from D.C. to Oklahoma, and then, like, what was... Do you think Lincoln Riley even had, like, a, a pitch to get people to follow him? <laughs> like, was it just, like, a pitch? Did he even have to, like... Open his mouth. I feel like they were begging, like, Coach, man, if you, I, mm -mm. If you need any, a quarter, I don't, it don't have to be the position I play now, man. Whatever. Just d take me with you. I want to get on the jet. I mean, you know, Oklahoma can be a very, very fun place for a football player and for mm -hmm. a young person. It really can. Like, and I say Oklahoma, Norman. Right. Norman, Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> Specifically. Like, yeah. Panhandle, Oklahoma. A little yeah. bit different. <laughs> Still, Stillwater is underrated. Yeah. Yeah, Tulsa, Tulsa, I, yeah, no, Stillwater is underrated for a very particular kind of recruit. I think it is definitely a kind of place. Like if you're a if you're a country dude, yeah, Stillwater is going to be fine. Oh, like, so you, can you're I wear in my, heaven. Yeah, can I wear my boots in the shower? Yeah, that's totally acceptable. <laughs> wear, wear your boots in the shower. Um, I like Stillwater a lot, obviously, but Norman can be a fine place. It's not Los Angeles. No, it's not. Well, it's just it's it's not it's not L.A. and it's not going to be L.A. when you're 20 years old. Yeah, that's true. It would take very little convincing for me to go to play football in LA. It's yeah, it's like I don't, I don't, I could have been starting here. I'll come off the bench there. Like I don't really need a grad assistant or I'll hold like a clipboard. A, I'll look good. Yeah, quality control. So what? Uh, I, I just can't believe it. That I don't. Has USC ruined college sports, or is it Caleb Williams? Because apparently this thing is. People said this is all for money, Spencer. I don't know if you'll believe that. They say it's for money. No. Yeah, gambling <laughs> in this establishment. Um, yeah, Caleb, like this is on the long list of things that have ruined college football. Um, if we have a playoff, it'll ruin college football. Yeah. If we expand the playoff, it'll ruin college football. <laughs> if we don't do the BCS, we'll ruin college football. If we have the BCS, it we won't. will ruin college football. Name, image, and likeness will ruin college football. Transfers will ruin college football. Like, I can keep going on. There's like 20 th TV. Ah, no, an unhard one. TV will ruin college football eventually. Um, at some point, yeah. At, that, <laughs> at some point. We're going to keep trying it. How much television? How right. many games can we put on? Can we put on FCS? Maybe that will be the thing that proves this right. It's like, There's like a long, mm -hmm, it's a long list of, uh, it's true. Oh my God. Like if like I'm starting to come around to the TV programming execs like viewpoint on humanity where you're like, I can shovel anything into this trough and yeah. people will watch it. They will These eat. pigs yeah. will eat anything yeah. I put in the trough. 
You know, I say that as somebody who I don't have. Do, do either of you all have cable, like actual cable cable? Uh, no, nope. nope. All right, I don't either. So I was at a uh, a cabin uh, in the Smokies. I don't want to make it sound like I got like a cool oh. meditative lighting cabin. <laughs> no, this is one of those like cool tourist cabins that has like a hot tub and a tabletop Miss Pac-Man machine. Hell yeah. For like, you know, 200 a night that you split between eight people. Um, it was one of those. So with a lot of bear art, like that seems to be a like there's a lot there. of, uh, <laughs> a lot of formerly live animals on the wall. <laughs> Well, a lot of carved. There's a lot of like carved mm. wooden art mm. of bears, right? Um, but I was I was in one of those and they had actual cable, and I was like, oh, well, you know, like I haven't watched cable in a while. Let's see, let's see what's up with this. So I went ahead and turned it on, and oh my god, there are 500 channels of absolute trash, garbage, like yep. things that things that don't even. There are channels that don't even have a thematic girdle anymore. Just letting it all hang out with like Walker, Texas Ranger, followed by no lie, an infomercial called Larry King's Prostate. I'm like, well, Larry, Larry King's Prostate is probably not doing too well. No, uh, that's got to be uh, like the 2 a.m., 3 a.m. hour. I can't imagine that's prime mm -hmm. time. It's, that like, ain't a... it's a three minute show. It's fairly quick. It's <laughs> They just loop it 10 times. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, no, it's. I feel like they're. We reached a sweet spot. I don't know how many years ago, right? It was like, hey, there's a specialty channel like for it's like the Food Network. If you like food, here's a network. There's a mm -hmm. travel channel. HD. Now it's I feel like all those split. It's like you like HGTV. We got a channel for the H. There's one for the G. If you like the T part, and if you like the Vision, we got it. Mm -hmm. There's like four channels for that. But you got to subscribe yeah. to like Paramount Plus to get like all those. So it's I I I, yeah. I, I don't know what the hell is up with. Cable. I, I don't. I, it's one of those. I don't know how it works. But then we looked at the TV ratings like yesterday, and like Young Sheldon is getting like ten million people. It's like that. That that's how cable runs forever. Like <laughs> Young 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 Sheldon is killing it. Absolutely destroying it. That's when you go. It, the, the the world is not for me. But you look at like no, the top it's 10, you're like mm -mm, nope. <laughs> it was like I know it's clearly somebody's watching these shows. But Bob Hart's Abby Show has, has got like seventy five episodes. Who who's Someone's liable for this. Like someone needs to pay for this, and still nothing. I mean, they uh, they do, and, and I think like you get counted. Um, there's various ways of counting how many homes go in that you have cable going into, and one of them, one of the ways of counting them is does cable go to the house? Not is mm. it on, but does right. cable go to the house? So right. you can actually claim like massive network numbers based mm. strictly mm. off does the cable actually touch the house? I am convinced Damn. that it's just like, it's just a, it's just a dead world. Like half of ratings are just TVs that are on and right. or hooked up to a house. That's that's about it, right? Yeah, whether because, the TV is ever cut on or off is not, that is none of their business. <laughs> oh, what one hundred percent? And like, don't Jeez. act like streaming is going to be. Don't act like streaming is going to be a whole lot better. Like, it's very hard to go ahead and say, uh, there's a lot of. You know, there's a lot of TV on cable, but I, a person who's cut the cord, is obviously so much more refined and intelligent. Like, the number one streaming show in America for January was, I think, Cobra Kai. Yes, it was. Yes, it definitely <laughs> it was. was. It's confirmed yesterday. It was definite in resounding numbers, I believe. Yeah, and, like, number two was The Witcher, okay? So, so when I go... I say this with all due affection because those are both fine programs. Sure. But like 
what are people watching that is, you know, so much better or more, much better produced on streaming television? I'm like, sure. oh, yeah, the show about teenagers kicking each other in the face. Yep. Yeah. That's what, that, that's the number one, that's the number <laughs> one show. Followed, followed by Handsome Man with Sword. I was going to say, listen, once you find the, the formula, you, you stick with it. it. You just do it. Yeah, you just, you just ride with it. Uh, handsome, <laughs> handsome man with sword is a badass formula, though. I'm, I'm all for it. It works. It's taste. undefeated. It's undefeated. Um, mm -hmm. Someone who I, I think might be very defeated. Maybe even by the time I say this, uh, Brian Hartson, Harson, Harson, uh, Auburn's current head coach. Uh, for now, yeah. yeah for now. Say, <laughs> what apparently he is. Let's see, oh Brian Harson, the ESP. Any attack on my character is bullshit. None of that is who I did am. They, did they print bullshit on ESPN.com? It's yeah, that's it, it says this is Brandon Mar Marcello. It's 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 a Brian Harson, mm -hmm. the ESPN in quotes. In any attack on my character is bullshit. It's in quotes. Wow. It's in bullshit. That's from the Chris from the Chris Lowe article on ESPN.com. Yeah, wow. completely. Completely uncensored. I mean, wow. so when your back is against guilty. the wall, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> so it, it's Friday. Do we think he's the coach of Auburn on Monday? Um, it depends on the lawyers. How's that? I think that mm. there are like to get this whole thing in frame and rewind it a little bit. When he took this job, he stepped into a nest of vipers. He stepped mm. into a situation where. Any coach was going to have to do a fair amount of uh, unifying, a fair amount of campaigning and politicking that is evidently well beyond Brian Harson's political IQ or acumen. I don't think mm -hmm. he really understood the situation he was stepping into fully. I think he knew he wasn't necessarily the first choice for some of Auburn's boosters. If right. you'll remember, there was a big move by some boosters to hire Kevin Steele, who was the defensive coordinator at the time. Most famous for anyone who's a college football fan prior to this for being Baylor's head coach when uh, they were, one, really, really, really bad, and two, they were finally going to win a game, and they handed the ball off instead of taking a knee. There was a fumble, and UNLV ran it back for the final play of the game. To Jesus win. Christ. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, that's, so that's the, a bit unfair definitely the because, coordinator you want, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he did a good he did a good job, and, and mm -hmm. I think more importantly, he was a real cultural fit for them because Kevin's like, he's a good old boy. He really doesn't like wearing a shirt. Like his goal, his his goal, pretty much during the summer when he's got time off, he goes and eats at one place in South Carolina. He's a vegetarian, by the way. Um, deeply un-American thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm out on this guy, man. <laughs> As it is, SEC head coach, a vegetarian? You can't. Yeah, um, he doesn't represent our values. No, no, he just or or, or our uh, triglyceride counts. Like no. <laughs> Neither one of them. He um, he's a vegetarian. He hangs out with that his shirt and like South Carolina in the off season. Like he's just a he, he's just a very sort of charming, uh, good old boy kind of dude. And that's definitely sort of what Auburn tends to you know like look for first. Mm. They wanted him. There was this whole campaign which was uh, called Stop the Steal. S T E E L E. I get uh, it. Online, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Auburn. They ended up hiring Brian Harson, who was 
a choice of sort of a default choice from the other wing of Auburn's boosters. So it's like politically divided. It wasn't a real great start anyway. Right. And then um, around Halloween, this all completely falls apart. Um, he started the season by one, not confirming whether he had been vaccinated or not. In fact, I still don't think he has confirmed that. I would seriously doubt he has been personally. He caught COVID. I'd uh, bet, yeah, I'd take the I, under. Give me the under on shot yeah. taken. Yeah. I, I might as well if I were a betting man. Um, August, like like around late August, he got COVID um, and had to isolate for a while. He has lost 20 players to the transfer portal, around 20 Jeez. players, and he's lost uh, and he's lost five assistant coaches, including the defensive coordinator, Derek Mason, who when he stepped down, it seemed like uh, Derek was like, okay, you know, my time here is done. Right. I'm going to talk with my family. It sounded like one of these, like, I'm going to go spend more time at home for a bit before I do my next thing. And right. then a couple of days later, it's like, hey, I'm going to Oklahoma State to be the defensive coordinator. What? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh... Had an uh, offensive coordinator, Austin Davis, who came from the NFL. He's very promising, came from the Seahawks. And after about a month on the job, he's like, nah, nah, I'm gone. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've seen enough. Yeah, after going on Jeez. a recruiting trip that just didn't work out well, um, he decided he was out. The reasons behind that um, are kind of hard to nail down, but it's definitely not a good sign when you lose both coordinators and um, at least two, possibly three assistants, by my count, um, in your first season. The worst, and on the field, it didn't get any better because um, not only did Bo Nix transfer, um, who was their starting quarterback uh, when Harson came in, uh, they lost their last five. And they lost their last five. Jesus, just really five and brutal. Wait, five and six, six and five. It wasn't good. They they finished six and seven, six and with seven, the bowl six. game. A loss uh, to like a 17-14 loss to Houston, I think. Yeah, um, the lazy so, bowl you know, uh, <laughs> classic. Correct. Um, and, and a game where if Auburn had just like scored one more time, they would have won that That's game. It. Yeah, defense de- defense was great all year long. The offense struggled, and um, probably the low point is losing to South Carolina. They lost a brutal game to South Carolina. Yeah. Um, so losing five in a row. Um, before that, their only two losses were to Georgia and Penn State, and you know, both. Which, of them yeah, justifiable losses. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's smooth. You can you can come in and say, hey, you're one. We did our best. We'll get more competitive with them. Um, as if all of these other things weren't compounding enough. I know I'm going on a long time. I was gonna say there's more. <laughs> It's a long, it's a long situation. This is before you go into like any scurrilous internet rumors that really have nothing to do with the case against him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, because there's a serious and convincing case that he has helped make at every turn right. for getting rid of him. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does not helped. seem like he's doing himself any favors at any no. stop of this. No, none. Like managerially, this does not seem like the kind of guy who's going to keep the Baskin Robbins open and thriving. Oh, no, know, especially. Yeah, especially when there's bigger, better, more successful ice cream ventures in state who happen to be right. uh, very successful. And I'm not talking about Troy. So, <laughs> you know, like although Troy's fine. On Troy's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alabama State's fine. Don't, don't, yeah, no disrespect. State. You're doing but, great work. Um, yeah, no, yeah. You, you ain't so, Alabama. Yeah, AJ says here in the chat, so they said within one week of recruiting, Harson visited two high schools. Kirby Smart hit 27. That is correct. 
I was gonna say that. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, I, I do think Kirby's on the extreme end of that, but I could just two ain't gonna cut it, man. I, I just I could have told you that. No, no, unless you're visiting those Texas high schools that have like thirty six thousand people in it, like Kyler Murray <laughs> right. School. <laughs> right. Right. Kyler Murray went to a high school that's got like thirty eight million people in it. It's basically Jesus one of those Christ. like sci-fi art. It's one of, like, like the like the five, they've got like the practice facility that's like five million dollars or something or like <laughs> crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, they've got a nicer they've got nicer practice facilities than like some Mac schools, right? Shout yeah, out to Mac, hundred percent. But you're Definitely. not gonna you're not gonna out you're not gonna outdo doubt like Texas high schools for when it no. comes to like uh, indulgence and largesse and high school football facilities. <laughs> Sorry, Chippewas. Every time, uh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. no yeah, dice. Yeah, they probably go. They probably actually go back. Right. And they're like, hey, man, uh, I heard that, like, you know, Toledo's really putting in a new weight room and like some <laughs> Dallas high school in the suburbs, like out in Katy. It's like, well, damn it. We got to do yeah, this. <laughs> well, I'll... Toledo's pulling ahead of us. Yeah. No. Well, um, yeah. Stamp it. Four point two billion dollar uh, athletic mm-hmm. facilities. Upgrade. Yeah, that's it. Get it. Just get it passed through. Just take all that Head Start money and just put it yeah, towards just... the, the stadium. That's. We'll so, yeah. No, we don't, we don't even need um, to vote on that. I think we're all forward here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, go cats. Uh, the, the thing in addition to all of this, right. Um, is that, yeah, he went to two high schools that segues into, I think the most damning thing, the SECs are recruiting business. You will not, you will not, you might equal what Kirby smart does, but I doubt you'll out recruit him in terms of numbers or you'll you'll out recruit Nick Saban because they're just, gonna put in the work yeah yeah, gonna be, yeah you're gonna, gonna try at best you can get close but you're not going to out like that you're not gonna catch them slipping on the crew you might equal you might equal them i think eventually there's only so many hours in the day right. and all of these dudes in so many miles to cover and those dudes are going to get there you know billy napier at florida hmm. um he's going to i think i'm pretty sure he's going to equal what smart and Saban have done in terms of time invested and schools visited. It's just what you do with that time. That's right. going to make the difference. Right. Right. Um, because they're all in the same school. They all do the same things. They all trained at the same places. They all learn from Nick. Um, you know, they all have their own little spin on it, but ultimately we only have so much time in which to do all of these things. Right. Napier is an interesting point here because if you look, Auburn, has like the number 17th ranked class in the country, number 18th, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. So yeah, we just had um, our re- recruiting day uh, final. Uh... Which sounds good. Sounds good, right? But you got to remember the entire SEC is in the top 25. Yeah. So Auburn is actually at the bottom and it's only one spot ahead of Florida. Billy Napier got to campus on December 3rd, around which there. Is, yeah, and which is way late in the, in, in the recruiting game, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Brian Harson's been there a bit longer. And he only finished a single spot ahead. So the Jeez. idea has been are we smarter than these other guys? You might believe that if there weren't all of these other things like all of your assistants <laughs> leaving, picking right. a really twenty players petty, with, yeah. protracted, messy anti vax stand to take. <laughs> in the middle of all this that looked supremely dumb, especially when compared to Nick Saban, who like day one is like, yeah, competitive advantage. We're going to like yeah, go period. get it done. Yeah. I'll get it done. Put it in my eyeballs. I don't care. Right. Like today, we, we want to we do it in, yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I will let you, I will let you inject me with what, like you could probably come to Nick Saban and be like, Hey, I got to stick you with this. And unless, you know, if you don't want to go recruiting, like you can't recruit 
unless I just stick this random vial of stuff in you, you wouldn't get through the sentence. He'd be like, Shh. yeah, no, he'd, just, he'd be rolling up his yeah. sleeve while you're talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, he'd be like, where, where do you want it? Yeah, when you upper so, show, where do you want? Uh, yeah, like Kentucky, yeah. Missouri, the Tennessees. And again, like you said, it's one of those, I think Kentucky finished either fourth, I think 13th or 14th overall. And it's like, yeah, this is by far best. We're finally top five in the SEC. Yes, like progress. Mm-hmm. And so Auburn down there, eight, that, and then with, I don't know, it's one thing if you're not crouting, again, like you said, the on-field stuff doesn't seem to be handling itself. The off-field stuff, mm-hmm. not going well. No. So, I mean, is there, uh, I'm not a, I guess what's next? It, it, yeah, it just does it feel? Is there any way for him to keep his job? I guess. I don't think so. Like I, I yeah. wrote about this in uh, my newsletter today. Ching plug ding. Yeah, where channel, where can people find that? Ch- channel six, baby. Um, Hell yeah! You can go to uh, ch- it's in my Twitter bio. You can also go to channel six io is another way. That's six the number. Not writing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but just go to my bio. It's in there. Um and subscribe the newsletter i talked about like once you get past a certain point of dissension mm. in a conflict there's no win there's none and right. like i call yeah. it the hater the hater the haters rubicon like if you cross if you cross the haters rubicon that what you have said is there are forces at work against me right. and i and i will win yeah but i even will if beat you these win, forces yeah Mm-hmm. What happens to those people? They become paranoid martyrs in their own head. That's a, you, you win the battle, nothing's lose the ever going to be good again. Yeah, correct, correct. You're just you're going to be distrustful of everything around right. you, and you know the entire the entire enterprise is going to be spoiled unless you get rid of literally everybody else who might give you a problem. That's not an option at a college football program. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, I was like. It's probably less of an option there than it may be any of the other professional sport. Like, not kidding, in terms of like the power structure is the power structure. The people who make the rules and give the money. Well, at least like all the shots. Let's say that you're Bill Belichick. Okay, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get to pick your own GM because you've been successful. You can't pick your own owner, but your owner really likes right. what you do, so he's going to just keep writing checks because he is good with it and he has seen the proof in the pudding. You can replace everybody else in the building, and you don't right. have anybody else to answer to at a university. The football coach does not get to pick the president. Right. The, right. You don't. That that gets picked by any number of people, including. The governor, which ask any West Virginia fan, that has led to some fascinating <laughs> political interactions. In West Virginia, West Virginia oh, come on, man. come on, man, cut it out. Uh, oh no, not Joe Manchin. Say it ain't so. Uh, no. Um, so there's a lot of other factors here. You can't do that. So like, the relationship there at Auburn is just it's ruined. It's irrevocably yeah. ruined. You might get, you know, you might like even if you get through the next season. If you got another job offer and you were successful, it would be very hard to not take that if you were right. a person or it, much less surviving the weekend. Right. It just, yeah, like when you, it just seems like a failure on all account. Like he's not getting the, like if he could point to any one thing, like, hey, every, yeah. I blew, I blew everything off the field and we sucked last year. We're top 10 in recruiting. Let me get these guys on the field. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like, hey, we, yeah. Or if it even flipped, hey, we started one and whatever, won our last six, so in, like finished with mm-hmm. the same record. If there was anything you could spin it to, and it just seems like he doesn't have anything to hang his hat on. So it's like, what at that point, 
can he feasibly do his job? Yeah, what can he feasibly do his job there? And it seems almost mm-hmm. impossible. So, or or if your players liked you, which yeah, you don't, and it, or, it's well, enough. We have we have greater access to their opinions than we've ever had before, right. and don't see a whole lot of people caping for that dude. Additionally, his athletic director is in the final year of his five year contract, mm. and. Um, that's never a good position for. I'll say I have learned that in sports. Why. If you get to the last year of a deal, it's probably not a good thing. Oh, listen, man, that's Armageddon. It's the end of the world. Yeah. Liquor, like the liquor cabinet's open. The... Everybody can do what they want to. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, international waters now. Who Lee Hunter? Who is who is this sex Jay? What do we have here? So this is uh It looks like it's an Instagram post from a former player of Harson. He transferred. Um, he said Auburn is a special place, always will be. I'm still, uh, I'm still and true Auburn made men, War Eagle forever. Always loved Auburn since I was a kid. Uh, yada yada. Um, but this is the part he said: Be great no matter oh. what. The reason I chose to leave Auburn because we got treated like we wasn't good enough and like dogs. Um, Wrapped around hearts. That's tough. Yeah. Um, I love you, Auburn Nation. War Eagle forever. Coach mm-hmm. Harson has the true mindset for a winner, but it has a terrible mindset as a person. And 29 Man. players Rough. from the roster, 2021 roster, Sheesh. not 29, 19. 19 players like that post. Yeah, yeah. That, so, yeah, you could say things are going well. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the defensive coordinator also tweeted, but he said that... Um, you need to put your put your head down and ignore the hate and get to work. That's what he said. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. is tried and true. Yeah, uh, ignoring the haters, uh, getting to work. So we will. I don't know. I just don't see how mm-hmm. this goes much longer. But I don't know. We'll keep an eye on that. Spencer Hall, thank you so much for joining us again. Said it again, but uh, check the bio. Where can the people find you? You can find me at Channel 6. You can find me on the Shutdown Fullcast, where we need to have you as a guest sooner rather than later. They win. Um, you can find me. Uh, we'll be doing Debatable coming up. Um, I think I'm on Wednesday next week. But it's a fine show you should be watching anyway. But Hell I'll yeah. be on there with uh, Pablo and company. In the fall, I'm going to be doing uh, a whole bunch of stuff, including uh, Thinking Out Loud on the SEC Network with um, hey. our good friend Richard Johnson as co-host and um yeah in the meantime i'm just gonna be like kicking my son's ass in tabletop <laughs> games you know like living the just dream rolling, ro- just roll rolling bones and warhammer that, that's pretty much my off season awesome living the dream my man spencer hall right. appreciate you boss thanks love y'all love you, you man too. be safe mm-hmm. all right so spencer hall it's looking like we got a we got a, a little, bomb yeah, we here. got a little Woj bomb. It looks like a little Woj bomb. Looks like we got a. I was gonna take a little fiver, but we're getting uh, close to time. Uh, no, I think we just power. Here. I said, yeah, I, no, I said we power uh, through. We power through here. I think we, we we got thirty minutes to the weekend, gang. I yeah. think we can get it. Um, what's so, this? Uh, yeah, what's this Woj business? I'm saying we got a trade. Our first oh, hit trade. Me. Hit and, me. And I mean, these are like some. I'd say fairly large names here. We got. Definitely. We got uh, the Clippers are trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second round pick. 
to okay. the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Ooh. Okay. Now, what's that under there? Is there a little follow up there, or that's just more? Oh, oh. Um, oh that just said. It just says the pick, a twenty twenty five pick. Via yeah, the Pistons, yeah. it's a Pistons pick. That could be a high pick then. Could yeah, that could be a solid pick. Yeah. Um, okay. So, all right. Chad, how, how do we feel about this trade? I tell you, what I see from this trade is that the Clippers. They turn nothing into something. Like I don't, I don't think there's any. Like yeah, Bledsoe mean, was coming off the bench for them, mm-hmm. and I, be, I think he had. We could check it in a minute, but I think Bledsoe's deal is like non-guaranteed next year, so he's kind of like an expiring contract. They get Justice Winslow, who I think was on a one-year deal. They Keon Johnson, who was their first-round pick from this most recent year. Yeah, let's see. So what's Bled? He's guaranteed 16. next year. But I don't hover over that again. What did I say? Partially. Oh, three million is guaranteed. Okay, yeah. So he's only so again, like if you trade like so Portland has him now. Mm-hmm. If they just want to not guarantee that, that's just 14 million off their book. So it's basically, yeah, salary. Um, which is interesting because now I I want like Eric Bledsoe is not gonna help Portland now or later. Could he be a buyout guy? I think he would be. Uh, I want, yeah. I feel like I wonder if they would. It's like, yeah, they're not going to guarantee the stuff next year. I wonder if he gets bought out and him coming off the bench for a playoff team. You wouldn't, you Lake, wouldn't hate that. Lakers maybe could be a Lakers. They need a body. <laughs> Listen, Eric Bledsoe is a clutch client, so yep. I think uh, I'm telling you, maybe a lot. Maybe um, a lot. Um, but what I see here is, remember we were talking the other day, the Clippers, are they going to run with, do they think Kawhi and Paul will be back and they'll be a mm. playoff team? This seems like the trade you do if you think maybe those guys are going to be back and you'll still be competitive, right? Well, I, don't, I can see it both ways. Because I, I also just saw they asked Tyron Lue and he said, I don't know what the question was, but he said Kawhi would probably not be back this okay season. okay so i'm if i was to I, i'd still guess that they probably don't okay but this is the trade of a team that doesn't have their first round pick that's really all it is. like yeah, yeah you turn like bledsoe winslow keon johnson um i gotta if i'm like i like norman Powell just signed a five-year his contract's kind of bad yeah i think like five years like 90 million i do think covington coming off the books but I'm, I mean, they. I feel like he's exactly like their kind of player. I feel like he, they would try to keep it. Yeah, give me Norm Powell. I, I think Norm Powell, I have five for 90 in my head. Let's see. Which, what do they got from, here we go, Norman Powell. Let me see. Powell. Yeah, he got, yeah, so this is year one of a five-year deal. Um, yeah, five for 90, 18 per. And let's see, Connor says feels like it's a lot for the Clips. Feels like at least one of Kawhi or PG's coming back with this move. Yeah. Perkins says Blazers needed off that Powell contract with the emergency assignments. They got to pay him this offseason. That's true. I mean, you, if you're the Blazers, Covington, I don't, you just weren't going to get much. No. You're trading, you're getting out of Norm Powell's contract for Keon Johnson, who I think was the like the 19th or 20th pick this most recent year. So you're basically trading for a rookie. Um, I don't hate it. He went to Tennessee, so that's rough. But yeah, what number in the pick? In the 20, draft 21st. 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 So you're trading the, the five years of Norman Powell for basically the next five years of Keon Johnson and for a rebuilding team. I don't hate it. Like Portland is doing what they should be doing. Like they're blowing it. I, I would like to see them get a first round pick. Yeah. Here, just because again, like if I'm Portland, I'm selling it like, hey, no, like 
the contract's a contract, but Norm Powell's good. He can play right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could. Yeah, he, I think he's, he's like 18, 19, maybe twenty a game. And it's like he's under contract for five years. Meaning, you if you want to have him for a couple years and then trade him again, yeah, nineteen points a game, shooting forty one percent from three. Like he's having a good year. Like he'll help the Clippers for sure. Mm-hmm. So oh, former Bucks draft pick. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Capitan says horrible deal for poor. It just. It doesn't seem like a good deal for Portland. Like, they're giving up the two players that could, like, feasibly play yeah. the most, you know? Like, well, I just, I feel, I get getting him up, like, because Portland, they're going, yeah, give me the standings if you can, because Portland has yeah. been stinking. Like, Winslow wasn't coming back next year. Keon Johnson, honestly, just like Terrence Mann and Batum and Brandon Boston, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how much development time he was going to credibly get. So, Portland is. 10th okay 10th but a game and a half out what's their last 10 looking like uh four they're four and six four and six okay so this is a team trending down and just fully pressing the butt which i think they should do because if you look below them new orleans is trying to make the play in so you'll swap <laughs> yeah. places like they're, they're they, that's what they want san antonio San Antonio needs, I'm not sure what it is now. They need um, maybe 10 or less. They need a certain number of wins for Popovich to get the all-time record. And then I think he retires after this season. Yeah. So they'll be in that mix. Sacramento is always trying. Oklahoma City, Houston. So Portland, like they could get down in that mix. Like they're four games back of being second worst in the, you know what I mean? So they could, they didn't, they didn't ride it out too long. They gave it the old college try. I imagine that they would trade McCollum in the offseason. And yeah. I mean, maybe Dame too. Like this is definitely a, a tear down. Oh, they also lost uh, Nasir Little. Mm-hmm. Nas Little was playing really well for them, and he's got, I think, shoulder cert, so he's gone for the year. So I wonder they're just Nurkic. Yeah, they're, they might move Nurkic. He's but he's their only center. That's the crazy thing is that I, he's literally st- their I mean, only center. I'd still move him, and like if I thought I could get, I wouldn't give him away, of course. But if I thought I could give something decent, man, yeah. I. I mean, still would. What were they thinking? Uh, Higher, they they were like a perennial playoff team, like a problem playoff team for some teams, and mm-hmm. like they hired Chauncey Billups for like, I don't I don't I don't understand that that move. It I mean one it was a shitstorm just in terms of like the Chauncey Billups like the stories from the Celtics, which I I I don't I guess because I was young I really had never heard those like the allegations and stuff against like him yeah. going to trial um yeah against Billups and. Like Jason Kidd had, I won't say. I mean, Jason Kidd was like arrested for domestic violence. Yeah, but he like he went through it. I think he had to do what, serve whatever, pay whatever. There was some type of penalty for it. However, you feel about it. Yeah, Billups is just kind of was just never really a thing. And then the team lied about investigating it when they almost certainly hadn't. Yeah. So it just seemed it seemed bad from the start. You had Neil O'Shea, who was their GM, who has since been fired because just creating like a bad locker room culture and now the team stinks yeah i mean it and seems so, like they're gonna yeah. just they're gonna blow it up uh i i think they probably trade dame if they're really gonna blow it up i was gonna say i think that's the probably the decision this summer right like he's healing he's shutting it down it'll be a thing like over these next few months like hey what like what, what we gotta we, we gotta make a move here right like yeah, and that's and that's why again, like trading Norm Powell and Covington with Nurkic, I feel like those were three of your biggest trade chips. Like not including Dame because he's hurt. CJ, I know he just came back, 
I just don't know what your his contract is bad too. I just don't know what you're getting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. it seems like they're gonna clean house, start over. I mean, they're getting rid of the guys that were acquired from other teams. You know, like Covington yeah. came from Philly. Powell comes from the Raptors. I guess the clean slate. We didn't. It didn't yeah, work. Well, I mean, it just feels like they traded Gary Trent Jr. to get Norm Powell. And now they traded Norm Powell to get basically Keon Johnson, but yeah. the, but Gary but Gary Trent is comfortably like you, that just feels like a yeah I mean Gary Trent's cooking right now so. yeah Gary Trent is I know for a while he was like leading the league in steals he was like top five in deflections he was hitting like forty percent from three yeah he was younger like I said at the time I was like I don't that trade just didn't make a whole lot of sense for me like I'd just much rather have if we're gonna stink it up. Can I have like Gary Trent and Anthony Simons just like going crazy? Right, right. Like that's so, you better know what I'm saying? than what like, they're gonna have. <laughs> yeah, no, because they, because Norm Powell, Gary Trent turned into Norm Powell. Norm Powell turned into Keon Johnson. So again, if you're that high on Keon Johnson, who like what like he went 21. He was, if I remember correctly, he was supposed to go lottery. So it seemed like he dropped a little bit. So they were. Yeah. It's like we got. So you might still be very high on him. Uh, I hope we get some time to run this year. Like again, they don't have shit else going on. Yeah, and they traded two first round picks to get Robert Covington. Yeah, and so it's like they they thought like they, they were going to compete. Like that's the thing. Like they they ultimately traded Gary Trent, one of their better, younger, under control players, who was also cheaper than Powell or under control. I guess, I guess under cost control, and you traded two picks for Covington. So you ultimately traded Gary Trent Jr. two. For picks for Keon Johnson. Yeah, that's um in <laughs> a second round pick in a in a 2025 <laughs> second round pick where Damian Lillard will be, I don't know, 40? Like Yeah, out of the out of the city entirely maybe. I mean Yeah. I'd be said said they traded Gary Trent uh because he couldn't defend Braun in round one in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm, I know Toronto was happy to yeah, but Gary Trent weighs two hundred pounds and they had him uh, trying to guard LeBron James. I can't believe that didn't work. Yeah, how dare he? Uh, but also, so again, yeah. Uh, Patty yeah. Mags pointed out a good point. Gary Trent didn't hit his over last night, so yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Dude, so <laughs> he, he, if he hit thirty points last night, he would have broke Demar Derozan. Oh, that would have been the record. Against, yeah, that would have been the record against Demar Derozan, and he didn't even uh, hit his prop. That's tough. That's oh, that's uh, he. He's gonna. He probably goes ice cold the rest of the season after that. Yeah, so Gary, so Gary Trent's canceled. Yeah, uh, that's Gary, like, yeah. Gary Trent's twenty three. Norm Powell's like it, it was. I don't. Know, I didn't like that trade at all. This one, it just feels like of two. If you were gonna sell off your assets like Covington, who you traded two first round picks for, Norm Powell, who you traded Gary Trent for, and you got Keon Johnson. I think CJ McCollum. They're gonna trade him next, probably. He give me McCollum. He's making like thirty something a year, man. Like it's. I, I think he gets traded, and definitely in the offseason, it's much easier to make the uh, the numbers and, and the money work. But his contract is, like, he's getting paid $30 million plus for a guy Ooh. who has never been an all-star. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, first year, was that, 30? Jeez. And yeah. again, like, hasn't been the healthiest, not an all-star. You got to, like, he's not going to get... No, he's not gonna just turn into an all star at this point. You know what I mean? He's already thirty years old. Thirty, smaller guy. So I don't. I I'd be trying to move, but I just. What's the market for CJ McCollum? 
Yeah, at that at that price, probably not a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, who needs and and again, if you find somebody who's like, okay, we can take the money, but it's like we're not going to give you anything good. You can trade CJ McCollum for like the 28th pick in the draft. Like, that's what he gave you like 10 years of his career. You're going to trade him for like the 27th pick in the 2026 draft, right? And like uh, some teams, honestly, are they going to do that for a third year old that's hurt pretty often? Like, I don't, I don't know. I say I think it would have to be like a. Again, like one of those teams, like, hey, we really don't care about the thirtieth. Like, we're trying to win now. Like, yeah, true. A, like, again, a Philly, if if they strike out everywhere else, you can get McCollum in there. For uh, like, if they can't get like Bill or Harden <laughs> or whatever, it's like, oh, okay. CJ for whatever. Ben Simmons. Yeah, which they might have if they still have Ben Simmons by then. Um, <laughs> Lucas saying the Knicks. Oh, did you see um, Julius Randall? Did you see what's going on with him? Oh, I did see that. Um, he unfollowed the Knicks on Instagram. Who follow? Who? How do people know that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, who is the one checking this? I don't. And if there's like, a, I'm sure there's like an algorithm. Why? Why is that like? A, like, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, this is Julius Randle. Got his numbers from last year, last playoffs, and this year, and then tonight. I t- stab you. They are getting such a good troll in. Uh, yeah. Unfollowed the Knicks on Instagram. So I I mean I don't he just signed another he just signed a contract too. So it's like I don't know what I, I yeah. saw something online it was talking like a De'Aaron Fox for Julius Randle. I saw that too. It was I saw, and I, I that just I, I don't know who that helps. I don't I mean I guess if you're the Kings No, I don't I don't I don't like that trade really for anybody. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, at one point, you, I kind of feel bad for the guy, because this is very clearly, like, a guy who got ground into dust by Tom Thibodeau in one Absolutely. season. Like, that's all Led the league is. in minutes last year. Yeah, so it's, he's not getting that. Now, he shot above his head. I feel like that was kind of Yeah. Sick. He was just not a 41% shooter. But, again, I don't know, he gets a lot of, the, I mean, the highest paid player of the All-Star last year in New York, it happens, but. Team is not good. No, no. Like independent of him, and yeah, of course he's like thirty percent the fall to three. That's tough. Probably yeah. just take like the long contested jumpers. But if I'm the if I'm making a De'Aaron Fox trade, I feel like I would try to have them together, like not swap. Like I just don't know what swapping one for the other. I does. also i I also don't want um, De'Aaron Fox. I, I I don't want out him. on Fox. I'm out on. I don't think he's good. He can't defend. All right. He's all right. I mean, I know he's from Kentucky. I know he's your friend, but that's uh, right. I don't know. I think I'm out on the boy. The, I mean, the league doesn't want him. They don't want him. No one wants him. They're calling. Say that now, dude. I mean, they're calling around. They're saying. They're saying, "Do you want our deer and fox?" And they're saying, "We don't want your deer and fox." Maybe the Kings are saying, pro- "We want every first round." Pick. Hey. Because he's special, and people are they're 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 balking, they're balking at the high price. They're coming close. They're close. Yeah. Uh, SC says, "How about Dennis Schroeder for Brandon Boston Jr.? How about SC? You go to hell. You leave Brandon Boston Jr. alone. No, don't you don't you put him up there uh, with those Celtics." It looks like Waj got a follow up tweet. He, he's going to mm-hmm. answer some of the questions here. Um, the emergence of Anthony Simons allows for the Blazers to move off the balance. Wait, to move off the balance of Norman Powell's long-term contract, and gives the Clippers a proven two-way wing to partner with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I'll say this: I don't. 
this is respectful to Norm Powell. I don't know where he keeps getting this like two way. Like I feel like he's a fine defender. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's also like a six foot four small forward. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? So it's uh, two way. I feel like that's kind of laying it on a little thick. Yeah, uh, I mean, he, and he's like he's 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 decent, but is he is he really getting put into the? Okay, he's the the three headed monster to Kawhi and Paul George. Yes, he. <laughs> who who are you gonna double there? You leave Kawhi. <laughs> Powell's open. You leave Paul George, Powell's open. <laughs> um, I'll say this does this feels like a move. Like I like this move for the Clippers. They basically yeah. traded like their first round pick this year for and I imagine they'll have a chance to re-sign Covington. Because this is a team that with Norm Pound with Covington can make the playoffs this year. But also when Kawhi and Paul George come back, both those guys fit in with what they want to do. Yeah, I think it makes so, them a better team long term. For yeah, sure. so like Garrett says, Terrence Mann over Norm Powell. I, I mean, without Kawhi and Paul George, you're going to need both. I think that's the way they're looking at this. So it's not as much as like, a, is he better than so-and-so? It's like, we need all hands on board. We're trying to, we don't have, again, we don't have a draft pick, right? So, and I mean, again, I still don't think either one's coming back this year, mm-hmm. but you never know, right? Like say that if they make it there, maybe get a favorable matchup, somebody else gets hurt that they're playing against. You never know, but I think they're just trying to study the just course. making the player. Yeah. yeah. And like I, Michael says, you, you combine Norm Powell and Covington, you got a two-way player. <laughs> I also think, I mean, they probably look across the parking lot at the Clip. I'm not the Clippers, the Lakers, and they say, we don't want to be that. And, yes. like, if the if the Lakers had Norm Powell and um, Covington, they're way better, you know, so. Yeah, well, that's also the... That's a Lakers type trade where they trade a bunch of stuff to get like Norm Powell and Covington trade them for much lesser stuff. Right, right. But I, I, yeah. I don't think the Clippers will do that. You know, they oh, don't, no, they no, don't no. take the Clippers, that extra jump. <laughs> no, the Clippers appear to be a competent uh, organization. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like this trade. I, Portland, I get it. It was the right thing. I, I just think it was selling. It just feels like selling a little low on two of. Like again, Dame. If you trade Dame this year, he's coming off his worst season ever and a season-ending injury. His value's low. McCollum's expensive and injury uh, has been injured this season, and so it's like you had to get some type of value. And they got Keon Johnson in a twenty twenty-five second-round pick. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best value, I don't think. No. Um, I wonder if that's like a okay, we got a phone call about these guys and we didn't expect to. Let's take the deal type thing. Right, like, uh, are, we, are, are they are they kidding us? Are they Josh? Uh, they probably saw, oh, they want to take the con- the Norm Powell contract that we just gave him and we're like, oh, we got to do this. It's like, well, why yeah, give no, him the please. contract yeah. then? Why don't they want to pay him the $90 million they literally yeah. just get? Yeah, saving the tax on a losing team. Yeah, get off the money. It's like, I don't know. If I was an owner... Again, I pay the tax if you're winning, but if the team stinks, I'm fine with an owner not paying the tax. Like, no, yeah. if y'all not trying, I'm not gonna try. Nope. What the, what the hell? Um, baby boy of the week. Ooh. Baby boy of the week. Time for baby boy of the week, XJ. People don't know that. I'm interested um, who it is this week. It was a lot of. Uh, it was much debate, Ooh. much internal debate. There was some uh, uh, pandering on the side of a few, but I don't. I don't. I run an honest. 
campaign. There, there was um, no graft taken for this. This okay, is no not graft. no 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 payola. Okay, no payola over here. Nothing under the table. I just checked. All above the board. Isaiah Jackson. Oh, okay. Isaiah Jackson is the baby boy of the week. Indiana Pacer rookie. Miles Turner, he's been out with the foot. DeMontis Sabonis, he's in protocol. Gogo Badazzi, he's got a bum foot. They can't catch a break out there. In comes Isaiah Jackson. Last three games, 18 points a game, seven rebounds a game, two blocks a game, shooting 60% from two, 60% from three, 80% from the free throw line. Now he's he played last night, but he sprained the ankle like yeah, uh, twenty yeah. seconds in. Yeah, so yeah, they said he's out with the sprained ankle. So. Yeah, he, he's so it, it's they can't hold you down. I say that to say this: they can't hold you down. Baby boy on uh, the mend, they say. Yeah, you know he's 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 a strong and healthy boy. Um, but got his first start a couple games before that: twenty six points, ten boards, two blocks in twenty nine minutes. And the thing that's interesting to me: he took two three pointers. Combined in college, two missed them both, and now he has hit an NBA three pointer in three straight games, <laughs> not including the injury game, but three straight games. So, I don't know, clearly, he's putting the work in. I saw he's not in a walking boot, so it appears okay. like nothing, hopefully, nothing too serious, nothing too serious. But you're doing great, proud of you, Isaiah. We respect you, yes. See, we got, we got a couple couple minutes here. Does he have any nicknames on here? Mm. Anything good? Um, no, no nicknames listed. Okay, no, you know, I think that's a plus. I'd rather them have none. <laughs> terrible. Uh, uh, Isaiah, imagine dragons, Jackson, or uh, something. Uh, <laughs> the crazy tiger, Jackson. Yeah, like, the crazy. Ho- uh, <laughs> let's see. Let us make a little pick. Ooh, let's okay. make a, a little picky pick going into the weekend. Do we have any? Uh, no Pro Bowl props, huh? No, no Pro Bowl. I guess they're not really for the degenerates. Nope, and the um, Super Bowl's a little ways away here. Yeah, Super Bowl's a way away. We got a couple uh, round ball games tonight. Oh, so if you want to... Uh, we got UFC yeah. t- We got UFC tomorrow. I totally forgot to talk. Oh, do we? What do we have there? Um, well, we got Sean Strickland. We we know, we know of oh, Sean. Oh, okay. These are the picks I will make. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Sean Strickland yep. and Jack Hermanson. Yep, Jack Hermanson. Okay. Um, Jack Hermanson, I believe he's typically a wrestler type guy. Um, Sean, Sean is not gonna wrestle. Sean hates wrestling. Um, Sean has been sparring all week, getting ready for the fight. Normally, guys don't spar for like two weeks before the fight, Mm. so he's been in the gym just getting ass, his ass kicked, kicking asses all week. I'm all, I'm all in on Sean. I think he's gonna whoop his ass. I mean, Sean. Oh, okay. Sean's just built different. He's a legitimate lunatic. Um. You don't even have a picture. Yeah, that crazy is. Uh, yesterday on my my buddy the my buddy's podcast, uh, he interviewed a guy who's trained with uh Sean. His name's Jordan Levitt, and mm. he told my buddy on his Reverse Mush podcast that Sean Sean beat up a seventeen year old in sparring at the gym to get ready for the fight this week. So, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so I he's mean, ready. Yeah. And sh- okay, so, okay. So yeah, Sean is Sean is built different. He is something else. Okay, so you say he's a 
So are we thinking under on the takedowns with him? He's th- a scrapper. Yeah, I think under on the takedowns. I don't think there's any way Sean does two takedowns. Like Okay. Okay. We'll go under on the takedowns. And yeah, yep. The and the mortal lock this week for MMA is Shavkat Rachmanov over okay. one takedown. That is the mortal lock. Okay. Over one that's so, over one. So Shav the uh, grappler. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I got under on Strickland's takedowns, over on uh, Shav uh, Rock Rockmanoff Rockmanoff's yep, yep. takedowns. Yep. I need. Okay. So what? Uh, Jack Hermanson. What do we think? Like ninety three and a half significant strikes or two take? Is he a takedowner guy? I think he he would want to go to the ground for this fight, but I don't know if Sean's gonna let him. You know, Sean might just piece him up before he can get there. Mm. Okay, do we think 93 significant strikes? I think that's a lot for Jack. I think he might go under there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what the... This is Saturday night. All right, I need one. I got the over on uh, Rachmanov. I got the under on Strickland. Anything else jumping out? I want to put one more with it. What's... what's I'm, I'm, um, I'll defer, I'm riding you here. I think I like Brian Battle. He he won the Dan, he won okay. the he won the Ultimate Fighter recent the last recent season, which is like their how they discover a new fighter thing. Okay. So he won that. Um, he used to be like a three hundred fifty pound guy, and Jesus, now he fights at like light heavyweight. So okay. So I like him. I I'm I'm gonna back him because I I always back the guys that I've seen fight before they got to UFC. Yeah. So I'm going so with got, his. Who- his strikes over sixty five and a half. Over sixty five. Okay, yeah. we're gonna lock that in. That ain't no problem. Yeah, if you want to lock this in, promo code Trill. Go get your first de- uh, deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Can't fade me today, baby. I'm riding with Sex J. <laughs> I had man, I had exactly one pick last night for the Hawks game, and Devin Booker scored too many points. Dude, last night too I... many points. I. I pushed my chips in. I pushed my chips Uh-oh. in because I I won my booster, you know. Yeah. So I I took I took half of what I won with my booster and I put it on Amir Coffee, Jimmy Butler, and Kevin Looney. Various props. I mm-hmm. went O for three with the pushing. O for three. <laughs> I uh. I think I, I think I put the stink. I think I got rid of the stink. It was. I think I got I, I think I got the stink off me. You I, got it now. I sat there when I saw the O and three. I was like, "That was the best I ever felt about something," and it just. <laughs> I, I, didn't... I, I I sat there in silence, dead silence, for the rest of the night. Then I went to bed. That's exactly how I. Wow, I really got the. Whew, so my picks are locked to hit this weekend. <laughs> but but listen, well we'll see. You might put the stink, reverse the stink. We'll see. Should, a little reverse stinkage. Should we do a basketball one before we head out? We, yeah, we could make a little basketball game of skill. Yeah, it's uh, a little quickie. Yeah, just one or two. We got Boston at Detroit. We've got Cleveland at Charlotte. Why Atlanta you? at Toronto. You got something? Oh, I already know. I'm Robert Williams, 19 and a half points plus rebounds. Oh, I'm taking that. Over. Going over? Over. Yeah, I feel like he. that doesn't feel like a lot for him. It's only points rebounds though. But 19 eh, is not a big number. Um I won't take anything out Horford. I'll never will. <laughs> um 
I am going to Jared Allen's been a little oh, a little I will take under 27 and a half points and boards for him. He's Ooh. just been a little not quite got that all-star uh selection. I think he's been resting on his laurels. Oh, okay, okay. I think he maybe been maybe been resting on his laurels. Um Terry's a sister at four and a half. He hasn't been hitting it since I he has it. So yeah, so I, I might I'm thinking under for this. <laughs> since I'm I pointed under. it out, he has not been hitting it. I'm going under. Um Hawks Raptors. That back to back is tough, but the Hawks looked really good last night. Uh Brooklyn oh. at Utah. Donnie Mitchell is back. Oh, is he? Oh Donnie yeah. Mitchell has, yep, there he has is. cleared has cleared concussion protocol. I do know the Raptors played to overtime last night, so they won in overtime, so they could have tired lives. Oh, okay. Okay. So both okay. Both teams played to overtime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel good with that. That might be a stay away game then. Yeah, actually. I was gonna say I was gonna go back to Hawk by actually think. Um I want a little anti Donnie Mitchell act. Ooh. I'm going under thirty three. I mean, first game back from a concussion, those lights are bright. Those lights are my T bright. I'm taking. I'm gonna take his points over. I'm gonna say he still gets points, but it's gonna be. He's gonna be falling all over the place doing it. Yeah, no, it'll it'll be an inefficient uh, 25, but he gets it done. We'll lock that in, and that'll do it. That'll do it. Another week down. Another we week made it, down. Folks. Hell yeah. Appreciate you all. Appreciate everybody checking in again. If you can, give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Before we head out for the weekend, I did the math, and you will not believe it. The show comes back 69 hours from now. That's not a joke. Wow. 69. Like, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes the universe just conspires with you like that. That's so, just perfect. I want everybody to have a nice weekend. <laughs> uh, be safe out there. I know a lot of people got some bad weather. Y'all be safe out there in that. Um, and we'll see you 69 hours. From right now. Y'all be safe. Peace out, everybody.